0: Barry show, Rock 1069.
1: Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. I believe we have another pair of Rob Zombie tickets to pass out to you this morning. We did uh, the first pair yesterday. That show, if I remember correctly, is July 11th at House of Blues. We'll get you into that. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I was worried about you yesterday. Me? Yeah, You? Worried about me? Yeah, oh, because of the chest pains and yeah, the like. Yeah, yeah. In the Here's afternoon.
0: The in the afternoon, I was thinking about you, and I'm like, "Well, should I text him and ask him is he still alive? Or like, nah, what should I'm, I do
1: here?" So I'm good. I, I think what it is, is, I'm underneath the weather. I will, I will admit that I have a little bit of a cold situation. As a matter of fact, I left my house last night at eight o'clock, which is my bedtime. Yeah. And I left my house last night at eight o'clock to go up to the Walgreens on Cleveland, and then I bought like half the pharmacy department. I got like Vicks Vapor Rub. I have some like um, knockoff Mucinex stuff because Mucinex for some reason is thirty five dollars. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah. that it is that's expensive stuff. So I bought the store brand like version of that, and then I got like the Zycam swabs uh, that you snap open and you stick in your nose. Uh, you know, and they're supposed to like cut colds down by like three days, and they do. Last time I you know I used them, it, it did. And so a little bit of it, I, I think it was just that. I think my body's just sore. And so I'm like old, and I'm worried that every time something hurts, I'm like, "Well, here it is.
0: This is it." Ah, chest pains aren't necessarily indicative of a cold, though. So I, w- I mean, I, you know, sure you're under the weather. It doesn't necessarily. I've mean been you're eating not- poorly, and when I eat poorly, it, happens. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're not going to have a heart attack. So but, I was worried about you yesterday. I didn't know. I was now, like- when I left here, I felt
1: fine. Honestly, I think it's how frustrating this goddamn radio station is, and it, th- that's partially a part of it. And uh, I'm starting that day off like this because, again, guess what doesn't work today my computer that shows me the radio station. And it's because they were in here toying with things yesterday, trying to make things better. But of course, every time they try to make things better, they go 10, 15, 20 steps backwards because nobody thinks, well, did we check everything before we walk out of here? Well, we put stickers on the board and that part's great, but did we check everything else? And the answer is always no. And so now I don't, I don't have like half the things I need. I think honestly, a lot of what's going on with me physically is me being pissed at the radio station and taking it out on my body with food. If you want me, to, I'll just pull the curtain all the way back. I'm mad at the radio station. Have been for about a month. It's going to be a few more months before I let it go. And I think, honestly, I overeat when things like that happen. So I think some of the chest pains yesterday were indicative of that. It happens when I'm not eating well. And But I'm fine. I mean, I honestly, as soon as I went home, I felt great. Other than, like, I have a cold. I felt amazing. As soon, it's amazing. As soon as I step outside of this building, I feel great.
0: It's amazing. I uh, I didn't know if it would be insulting to ask if you had a heart attack, so I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to. I was like, well, I could ask him, like, dude, are you dying over there? Are you still alive? Should I check on you? No, I I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know if that. Would I don't be insulting. think
1: I'll, I, I don't think heart attack will
0: be it. I, I maybe <laughs> maybe I, <laughs> I, I don't know about that one. I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I might disagree. I uh, it's uh, but but I was I was really frustrated yesterday.
1: Still am, and uh, and I think sometimes that anxiety mixed with the fact of how many. Fing times do I just have to say please for computers that work? I think that you compile those things all up together, and
0: my body just can't handle it. Well, there you go. How Sounds are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, my computers work, and I don't feel like my heart's going to blow up. So I-, I wish I could give you something where it's like, hey, this is um, the only thing that, like important that happened. Or not important, but the only thing notable that happened yesterday for me. Uh, yesterday, I was sitting around with my girlfriend. We got done eating dinner, and I was like, babe, what do you want to watch on TV? She's like, I don't know. What do you want to watch? And I was like, hey. There's that WrestleMania documentary we haven't watched yet. Just came out. And she's like, okay, whatever. And she watches it with me. Was that on the network? Yeah. And by the end of it, dude, she was tearing up. Like, she was, like, legit crying. And I was like, yes, this is the most successful thing I've ever done. Transferred a chick from Fairless into the WWE universe. It was amazing. And she was just like. Bro, how hard is it to get someone from Fairless into the WWE? And she says to me, she's she's like, I don't care about it. I just care about the people. And I'm like, Megan, what are you talking about? Like, that is what you care about. Of course you care about the people and she's like I, I don't care and she's wiping tears away that's
1: the only part the right. character is the only part right
0: right. everything else is secondary everything else is like well
1: you know what that is it's a that's sport I don't want to admit I like it or exactly that, what it exact, was that's dude. exactly it's what that exactly is exactly what it was it's like she, when your girlfriend makes you watch a chick flick and by the end of it like Marley and me and by the end of it you're crying you're like god damn it I like this movie
0: she tried to get me to like or she tried to <sighs> give the like oh, pff, I don't want to watch that but okay I'll watch it and then we started watching it and it was like it was like uh, Charlotte Flair was talking about her dead brother, and Vince McMahon's hugging his grandkids, and there's all sorts of like these emotional moments. And obviously, it's a documentary, it's, it's, it's filmed that way, it's edited that way, it's presented that way to pull on your heartstrings. Right. And my girlfriend was just 100% a sucker for it last night. So, it was, you know, it was, uh, it was a little victory for me, I felt like.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah. I uh, I you know you're worried about me yesterday. I I almost died this morning. Okay, I almost died this morning on my way into work. Worried Uh, about you dying every day. Every single
0: day that we have something going on. I'm like God. I hope he's not dead.
1: Apparently, um, I I was in the way of somebody on 77 North this morning, and uh, and you drive a Ford F-150. Yeah, that that is, and surprise, he drives like a total dick. And uh, you know, there's some there is something about that pickup truck that's lifted where it's like you you're gonna be a dick behind the wheel. We know that. And so, like, he's like riding my ass on the freeway. And it's like a burgundy F 150, uh, a little gray on the bottom there, a little two tone type action. And the big silver grill wrapped around the front of it. And you're too much of a douchebag to listen to this program, but maybe your friends do and will tell you that you're the worst driver ever. Literally, I was doing 80 in the fast lane, and he was three inches off the back of me. There was somebody right next to me, so I couldn't move over. Right. And yet, so it's like, dude, come up on me and I'll move over. If that's fine, that's welcome to the rules of the road. But if if you can see, why are you three inches? off of me if I don't have if there's no move for
0: me to make. I, I, yeah, I mean if you were just like you know mm. lollygagging in the left hand lane, then of course get you up get on their ass. Right. And, you know, you gotta you, do what you, you gotta let them, do. You let them know that you're there. But if, if this was a you know a quick moment where you just couldn't pass somebody, um, but you know, hey, when you have a giant penis, you're allowed to drive however you want to. I've, this dude obviously has a foot and a half long. I think dong. it's the other way. Oh, dude, come on! You can't. You, I've gone I've, to Ford dealerships. You can't <laughs> even fill out the paperwork for a Ford F1 anything unless your penis is. Ten inches like that is the bare minimum bare no, minimum
1: no wonder i drive a honda civic <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that i was unaware we'll be right back with more sales right show hang on and eve.com rock 1069 wrqk is conducting a test of the emergency alert system this is only a test and should last seven seconds Nine. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. I got great news for overweight dudes at 7.30.
0: Good. And for, oh, <laughs> over, fat dudes are like, yes.
1: Overweight dudes. And that's kind of all of us. I Let's, mean, everybody's overweight.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's like American fat and then there's, you know what I mean? Like uh, They claim this is obese men.
1: All right. But I'm suspicious that it's just, if you got the poundage, this is good news. And it is. It's good news. You're going to die 20 years early. Okay? So wrap your head around that. That's not the good news. But while you're alive, you're going to enjoy your life more.
0: And at 7.30, I'll explain to you how that happens, being a fat dude. I'm going to assume that some fast food uh, establishment has a new product and Stansberry's all hot and bothered about it. No,
1: no, no, no. No? I'm telling you, you don't know. you'll, You'll never guess this one. All right. And we'll pass out those Rob Zombie tickets at 9.30. You guys know I like local business. I like supporting local business. And that's why I bank. With CSE Federal Credit Union. 100% local, not going to change anytime soon. Their website is cscfcu.com. If you head there, you can check out the balance transfer offer that's good until April 30th. We're going to take your debt, put it on a CSE Visa card. You're going to pay it down. Credit gets better. Debt gets lower. You get happier. Find out more info. CSEfcu.com. Fantone, there's something on our website right now. Yeah. That is one of the best things I've ever seen on the internet. Okay, and you found this and you posted it up at wrqk.com in the sands radio section, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen. And I want to go back to about three and a half, somewhere around three years ago, where you and I did not have full time radio chops. We were right. both employed, right. just you know, not doing what we love to do. Right, and uh, and and probably you know, I mean, financially, we're not as in uh, the situation that we're in now. Right. And so, like, we can remember what this was like because it was just a few years ago. But there's a video of a homeless guy. Now that we know what that was like, we were both living inside, but he gets a job offer and the security cameras out in the street catch him celebrating that. And it was one of those things when I watched it where I hate to be like. And then it made me happy, but like, but it did it like, and for the lack of like a better term, kind of warm my heart a little where I was like, I'm so sick and tired and I've been guilty of this myself of the back and forth via the internet now and using what is honestly the best utensil that has been created in my lifetime for sure. Maybe ever you could yeah, make the argument say. best, best invention ever. The internet, you could make the argument. But I'm kind of sick and tired of how we use this thing just to, like, lash out at one another, call each other morons, and do all this stuff. And I know I'm guilty of it. I totally am. But when I saw this video this morning, I was like, oh, my God, that's right. Like, I remember. I mean, I had to get a ride from a friend to come down here for the interview. That's where my life was.
0: You know, I, I think the, the Internet obviously has its, 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 its assets and liabilities, its pluses and its minuses. But oftentimes, all things will be
1: abused by a human. Yes. Oftentimes
0: we focus so much on the negatives Negative. that we right. don't embrace or don't even see the positives. And something like this, you never would have had an opportunity to see prior to, you know, uh, Facebook and things like that. It's awesome. Um, but... Essentially, and since it's a security cam, there's no audio, but like you can legit just like. Feel it. Like, you can, like, feel this yeah. dude's happiness. Like, I mean,
1: he's double fist pumping in the air, running across the street. Like, he's celebrating.
0: As the door closes, too, you could tell, like, he was, like, waiting for that door yep. to, like, snap or slam close. And then it was just like, yeah. No. And, uh, you know, anybody feels good after getting a job. Yes. It means, it means like, not only did I'm on my way up. Yes. You're, you've you got momentum. Somebody thought you were worth it. Like, a business, a company, uh, somebody hiring thought you were worth it. So that's a boost of confidence. But you can only imagine, like, the the despair that comes with homelessness and the lack of of uh, you never see the end light at the end of the tunnel. This is like the pursuit of happiness. Exactly. Exactly. It was like, like real
1: life pursuit of happiness and that's why when I saw it I was like, "Oh, good for you, dude." Like, "Good for you." Because I think and again, and I've been one of these too. I think a lot of people just like dismiss the homelessness thing and think that they're all in that situation over their own decision making. Now, right. I would say that a lot are but not all, obviously, and we have proof of it now. Is here's a guy who was trying to get out of that situation, doing everything he can. He found a job, and, and he probably will get out of that. Even situation.
0: even if even if he did put himself in that situation, he's now doing something to take himself out. So right. regardless how you get he there, he learned a lesson, there. right? Regardless how you get there, this dude decided to find his way out of it, and it's something certainly to be celebrated. It's feel good moment there on the internet. Uh, you know it's a little out warm <laughs> and fuzzy right there. You on don't the get enough Mary of those. Show. No, you
1: don't. You don't get enough of those, no.
0: man. And you're right, dude. I mean, for as much as people. You've seen it. I've seen it. Everyone's seen it. You're sitting there getting off on a Tusk off of 77. Somebody rolls their window down, yells, you homeless piece of crap. Get a job. Get a job, bum.
1: And the amount of times I've seen people in a work truck do that with like the name of the business. on the, It's like, bro, then offer him a job. You're a landscaper. That dude, for. That, dude can, that dude can take a glad bag and put leaves in it. Like you don't yell at him to get him a job. Offer him a job. Get a job, you bum. You know what I mean? But so you know. I saw that this yeah. morning and I was given like the bad attitude I've had over the the last two days, and I am. I'm I'm just in a bad mood. Piss and vinegar. I totally am. I totally am. I'll admit it. But when I saw that this morning, I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? Not only is it good to see that guy changing his life for the better, but it's also a little bit of, bro, put some perspective into your life. You're all right. Yeah. This so dude. your computer doesn't work at your cush job, where you get to sit down all day. You're gonna be fine.
0: This dude probably just got a job washing dishes or something, and loves ecstatic. And loves is ecstatic. it. And and it's loves like, this it. is the best thing that's
1: ever happened. If to you me. yanked either one of us out of here and made us do this job, this guy he got tomorrow. Hell no. We would be pissed. Hell no. Yeah. It's honestly, I needed that. I needed that. Per- I'm sorry about the noise. This um, mic stands really bad. I um. But uh, yeah, I needed that perspective. I did because sometimes I'll get a little, I'll get a little outside of that, and I'll forget what my life was like before I got this gig and it was i mean it was all right i worked three days a week bartending or whatever and i was surviving but i wasn't like living
0: although i don't really live now
1: but uh but that was one of the better things i've seen on the internet and I all the porno right well i mean yes i mean yeah homeless (laughs) dudes getting jobs aren't gonna outrank everything on the internet You know what I mean? Porn's still going to be the biggest one. Actually, we have a little story on that a little later on in the program about some of the financial ends of porn, and I've always been very, very concerned about that, or at least curious is the better word, on the financials uh, financials of porn, and we have that. We'll get into that a little later on the program. Like I said, we're also going to give you some Rob Zombie tickets at 9.30, and 7.30 fat dudes, you're getting great news about your life. Fat dudes, we will all rejoice together at 7.30. But we do have the first look of the Han Solo movie. We'll get a look into that next on The Sandsbury.
0: Rock 1069.
1: Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. A lot of rock news happening right now. We, uh, you know, As Rob Zombie coming to town July 11th, House of Blues, we have tickets for that. We'll give you those here at 9.30 is when you'll win those. But then uh, during the commercial break, we just heard an ad on, uh, on the station here for Incubus coming to Blossom July 25th, bringing Jimmy Eat World. Now, I wouldn't... I would have never put Jimmy Eat World and Incubus together on a bill, but I don't. I don't hate that combination. It's not crazy, and that's a decent opener for that. I, I, I like the Incubus. We played uh, their newest song, "Nimble Bastard," yesterday on uh, New Turf Tuesday. But I'm a fan of the catalog. As a matter of fact, I went to what Cincinnati like two years ago to go see those guys and the Deftones. What a great show that was! But those are those are a couple of good shows coming this summer. Pretty excited about those. Sure, we'll be uh,
0: giving away tickets
1: all summer long. Oh yeah, yeah. The closer we get to Incubus, yeah. I'm sure we'll pass out tickets. Yeah. Later. So, this one of the things that's been that people have been bitching about over like the last like 12 to 18 months is the sharing of a story without reading it. Right. Yeah. The sharing of an article online without people reading it. Yeah. And I changed my position on this. Okay. I was rallying against it, and I thought it was dangerous. But I'm all for it now. Okay. I just want to change the stories that you're sharing without reading. Okay? okay. Because I think you're picking the wrong headlines to push out there to your friends to, to to like solidify your point.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's what most people are doing is they're just picking the headlines that are, are most in line with, with what I believe.
1: Right. And so I now have an example of stories that need to be shared more that aren't. And since we don't read anything, I think you guys should start sharing these kinds of headlines instead of, like, the political. This is non-politics here. Okay. All right? But I'm going to probably start here, and I'm probably going to share this, and I'll be the first one to do it. But this is awesome. In an interview with Marilyn Manson, Gucci Mane says he wants to be more like the Flaming Lips. What? Doesn't that sound like the greatest? That not that the greatest headline you've ever read? In an interview with Marilyn Manson, Gucci Mane sits down and tells him he wants to be more like the flaming
0: lips. What? Uh, to me Isn't that, that awesome? It sounds like one of those uh what was it not a choose your own adventure, but a mad libs. You know what ah. I'm saying? Where it's just like, all right, well name name a rapper, name a rock star from the nineties, name a you know, name a, a a musician's band. Um so apparently I read this a little bit.
1: Marilyn Manson and Gucci Mane are like boys. They're like friends, and that's why. Honestly, I think it was Spin Magazine had Marilyn Manson sit down with him, and they figured, you know what? He'll talk to you. He'll open up with you. You guys are friends. I didn't know that, but I guess you know. I mean, you're both in the music business, and you know everybody kind of respects one another. You know, and different formats, and you know we always do that. We think, oh well, there's no way a rapper likes Marilyn Manson, but of course they do. You know what I mean? Music people are mu- oh, little Gucci, Lil Gucci there. Wow, I'm. I'm, what's more shocking, the fact that we have a Marilyn Manson song or the fact that we have a Gucci main song? But Gucci goes on in this interview, and again, more people have got to share this kind of stuff, is he goes on to say that he doesn't want people coming to his shows all pretty. He doesn't like this thing in rap now where everybody's like dressed to the nines. He's like, I want you in a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt. I want you leaving soaking wet from like the Jeez. action and the jumping, well,
0: okay. yeah.
1: from the action and the jumping around, he's like, I want my shows to have more of a rock star feel than you walking out looking all pretty like you just sat down for two hours. He's like, I want this to be internet. And when I read that, I was like, oh, that's very interesting.
0: Yeah, I kind of sometimes at rap shows, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're standing around, you're like, all right, now what do we do? Or at least at, like, rock shows, there's a little bit of, like, I don't know, activity going on there. I just would have never guessed... A, I would have never guessed that Marilyn Manson and Gucci were friends.
1: And then Gucci made to be a big Flaming Lips fan. Yeah, that's I wouldn't strange. have guessed that.
0: I mean, Flaming Lips—they're uh, good. They're good. Certainly, very influential band, um, but kind of an obscure band. You know what I mean? Like, unless you were like a fan of '90s alternative, like early, early '90s alternative. And yeah, see,
1: I, lo- I was there. It's like right. I was coming. I was. I mean, I was in high school. I was kind of coming into my own. I assume Gucci was not.
0: Maybe I'm making assumptions that don't... I don't know. ...jive with reality, but... Marilyn
1: Manson asked him, would you want to approach doing a rap show more like a rock and roll show? And Gucci says, I've been looking at Flaming Lips concerts, and I'm not saying I want to do it just like they did, but I want people to feel like that when they come to my show. I just want it to be a big party. I want people to sweat. I don't want people coming and trying to look all pretty. I want you to leave the concert wet as hell like you've been working out for a damn near hour and a half. And Manson sums up, he says, so you want the chaos? And Gucci Mane had this to say. If I could mix anybody, I would mix Hendrix, the Flaming Lips, and Liberace. I wanna look like Liberace, just big diamonds shining, but I want the production to be like the lips, and I want the crowd to feel that sweat like Hendrix. That's the show I want.
0: Wow. Flaming Lips do put a lot into their live performances. I mean, they do. So I guess when you take it from that, like, okay, I I hadn't remembered
1: that. Like, I've seen them. But when he said that yesterday, I was like, are they really that much of a production band live? And then I started thinking about I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they are. It's just you don't really think of them that way.
0: Like I said, an obscure most band. people think of them I mean,
1: this song and then you're done with the Flaming Lips. That's for most people. This is the song.
0: Even this is pretty obscure. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I think not people a-
1: my age probably know this just because it was in movies at that time. Like right. they, Kevin Smith always hid songs like this in his movies and stuff like that.
0: It's a good The End right here, dude. Yeah, I remember that station. 107.9 The End there. Yeah, that was my
1: station when I was in high school. Gucci Mane wants to be like the Flaming Grips. Gucci! See what I'm saying? Those are the headlines that it's okay to share without reading.
0: should take this advantage play some more Gucci, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, the top. I don't know. Hot, hot, Talking about obscure. Oh, shit.
1: But share, start sharing those kind of... Uh, start, start start blind sharing those headlines. I When I read that yesterday, I was like, man, that's interesting.
0: More Gucci Man articles. That's what social media needs. That is what you need. You need more articles about
1: dudes with ice cream cones tatted on their face. That's what you need.
0: You need those.
1: So uh, we now have official word that the Han Solo movie started filming two days ago. Okay. They started filming in London. They put out a picture of this... Uh, of the of like the staff and, and the cast the other day. They started filming at Pinewood Studios in London. Uh, we know Donald Glover will play Lando Calrissian, Alden Ehrenreich will play Han Solo. Amelia Clark is in this movie, uh, famous from the Game of Thrones. Woody Harrelson, which is the one kind of like what? And then Phoebe Waller-Bridge who I don't know at all actually. I don't uh, she's probably been in stuff but I don't know anything she's been in. I will admit that I think the Woody Harrelson thing's a little strange. I hate
0: Woody so much, man. I
1: don't know. I love Woody. But I just think there, there was part of these Star Wars movies. People forget. You didn't know who any of those people were. You didn't know who Harrison Ford was. You didn't know who Carrie Fisher was, really. You didn't know who Mark Hamill was, really. And James Earl Jones hadn't become James Earl Jones yet. And so, like, you didn't know anybody. And I think there was part of that that makes it easy to, like, fall into this space Non-realistic world and you buy into it. I worry, or wonder rather, if I'm watching this, if I see Woody, if I'm going to be like, what's the white man can't jump dude doing in that?
0: I don't know. He's a good actor. Why don't you feel the same way about Donald Glover?
1: He, oh, do Donald is not at Woody Harrelson's level at all. But, I mean, you know him from other roles. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he's not a superstar. Like, you could easily... And he's not. I understand that you and I like him, but most people don't even know Donald Trump. I'm not making the
0: argument that the guy's a superstar. I'm just saying you know him from other roles. Regardless whether he's a superstar or not, you're going to see him and be like, Oh, that's Troy from... uh, Well, see, I I don't have a love of community. Okay? I don't.
1: I was one of those people that didn't buy... I don't buy into all those type shows. And... I know him from Atlanta, which was wildly overrated. Um, by the end of it, I was all in on Atlanta. Like the first four episodes, by the end of the season, I was like, "What? Nothing happened." This show's wildly overrated. Um, so he's good, but I. But Woody's been dude. Woody's been in movies since I was a kid. Like that's a different thing than Donald Glover. I don't care about Community. Maybe that's why. Maybe if I cared about Community, I would care more about that. I just worry that Woody's going to be noticeable as all. But he's a good actor, so depending on what they have him do, it'll be fine. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I'd know Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, but she's, not, I don't think she'll be a focal point. I don't know. I'm excited about this. This is the movie I've been waiting for. And I've long said, I know Disney's going to eventually screw up the Star Wars brand. They totally will. There's just, dude, there's a Star Wars show coming to Netflix. Like,. Uh, It's starting to get to the point of they're going back to the well too many times, and they will. But I have said, and I've long said, that as long as you give me a Han Solo movie that stands on its own that I can enjoy, and you give me a... Now, this is just me, not all Star Wars fans, but if you give me a Han Solo movie that I can enjoy that I like, and you give me a good Boba Fett standalone, I'm good. And then after that, I don't care what you do. You can start putting logos on them and start selling... Theme park tickets in the middle of the movie, and I wouldn't even care. It's just, I just need those two things. So I am a little excited about this as this is coming out.
0: I think the dude who's playing Han Solo looks good. It looks like he's supposed to, or at least the guy in the middle was the dude, right? Yeah, okay. uh,
1: the guy in the leather jacket. Okay, yeah, Which is I, I weird because they don't have him in the pilot's chair. They have another nerdy kid in the pilot's
0: chair. I thought it looked
1: appropriate. Like, yeah, all right, that looks. He looks like a right Han Solo type dude. Yeah. Obviously, Chewbacca looks like Chewbacca. They're just going to put somebody in the suit. Might be my film debut, is that right? Yeah, no, you could. No, honestly, yeah. dude, I think you. I think you're even taller than that dude, do right? A little, uh, do a little Canton Star Wars. I got Chewie. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, Alden Ehrenreich looks like a good Han Solo. You're right about that. He kind of like his face kind of fits the role. It's gonna be tough. Imagine filling in for like one of the most iconic characters of all time, and that's what you're doing. I mean. There's no way to top Han Solo, right? Like nobody's walking out of there going, "Man, that guy did a better job than Harrison Ford." Like that's a tough gig to get, because I just think you're going to be judged in a way that might be unfair. I'm never going to like you more than Harrison Ford, but I guess for the younger generation of guys my age, taking their kids, their kids will love them just fine, and that's what Disney cares about right now.
0: Yeah, they don't care. They know they've got you.
1: Yeah, I'm buying. I'm going to the movie regardless. They know that. I am excited about that one. Fat dudes, I have exciting news for you. 7.30 this morning, you're getting the best news you're going to get all week about your physique. I'll give you that at 7.30. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. This
0: report is brought to you by the Greater Cleveland Auto Show.
1: Okay. 6.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Head over there. You need to check out this video of this homeless guy getting a job. He gets a job, and the guy just celebrates the way we all would if we've been out of work for a while. And uh, it was a good view. And it was one of those things where it wasn't like people screaming at one another about how awful the country is and how worse it's going to be and I'm right, you're wrong, it's none of that kind of stuff. It was just feel good, and I kind of needed a little bit of that this morning.
0: It's your daily warm and fuzzy from Stansman. That's right. That's right. Uh, Speaking of new jobs, uh, a, a listener of the program, uh, one of my mentees at Project Rebuild is starting his new job today. So shout out to Sean. Good luck, buddy. I know you're out there right now doing things, and I uh, hope it all goes well, man. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah,
1: that is that is good. Having a job is good. Yeah, better than not. It 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 helps. Better than not. No matter. Uh, nah, never I'm not doing it. Not gonna do it.
0: Politics
1: screaming! Well, angry! Okay, all right. I didn't. There is something here, a little political, that I want to talk about just a little bit. All right. All right. And we've been dancing around this Trump stuff a little bit lately because it just. You know, people just. I don't know. They just get mad and they and, and they can't hear certain things.
0: Both sides of the aisle, right. too, There's a lack of logic that goes on once we start talking about our president. I, I'm not going to put it on one side or the other. No, it, everybody's guilty. Uh, but there is a level of of if you love him, anything you say against him is automatically you hate him. You're a hater. You hate our country. You hate it. And if you're if you you're against him, but you're like, hey, I like this. People are like, oh, dude, you love Trump? You're a Trumper. See,
1: <laughs> excuse me, where I got into a little bit of a of a issue was yesterday with a buddy of mine that I worked with at my second job. Right. And he was an anti-Hillary guy. Okay. He was not a pro-Trump guy. He was just a never-Hillary guy. Okay. Right? And now that Hillary's lost, he's kind of being sucked into this whole pro-Trump thing. Okay. And I said to him yesterday, I'm like, bro, why are you going down with this ship? This wasn't even your guy. Not that the ship's going down. I was just using, you know, a piece of terminology that people use. So this isn't your guy. Why are you gearing up for this guy? During the entire election, you were telling me how bad he was, but he was just better than Hillary. And now all of a sudden that he won, you're full on in this camp. Like, I don't get that. I understand not wanting Hillary to be president. I get that. I understand it. But then that doesn't automatically make this guy like the best. And now you're gearing up for him and protecting him over things that, you know, that he's doing that that aren't necessarily. And my big thing is, is that the guy just repeats things without fact checking. That's it. That's my only real issue right now. With the guy, and I'm again, I'm trying to handle this the best way I can. But there's an issue out here of that the anti-Trumpers really want to take him to task for, and I'm, and I personally don't care. Okay. And this is the tax returns. Okay. Like apparently, there's a petition to release Trump's tax returns that now is like broken, like the world record for like petitions. And so people see, seem to feel like, well, then that means you put him out.
0: Okay.
1: And I. Have a hard time arguing that that math or that logic other than the fact that I don't care if I see his tax returns now I know it's it's not required, but it is kind of standard like I believe this is like the first time this isn't happening right
0: uh, yeah i mean it's, it's standard for presidential candidates to do right, right let alone presidents. the guy
1: right, right by right. now you've seen it by by the by right. the time the, the, right. the person's in office running the country, you've seen it he's been resistant now we all know. Where there's smoke, there's going to be fire. And if he doesn't want to show you, I'm suspicious that there's something in there you don't want to see. And shocker, a billionaire used the tax system to his advantage. You don't say. Right? I expect that. I expect to see that. I expect billionaires to enroad things and to, and to cheat things and, and to be smarter about that kind of stuff than the rest of us. That's how they became billionaires.
0: Do you expect presidents to do the same?
1: I don't necessarily want to sign off on that. But I, uh, so no.
0: So he's no longer just a billionaire. I mean, you put yourself in this situation. Right. And I mean, you know, there's uh, you know, there's parts of, of, of myself where I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have to share this. But I'm like, I put myself in the situation of this show. Therefore, I have to deal with it right. for better or worse. God, so, you got to give the audience what they want. When, when you decided to be the president. I agree. You, you kind of signed up for that, and the thing for me, it's not so much. And there, I think there's a little bit of gripe where it's like, well, this guy didn't pay any federal income tax, and I expect billionaires and business owners to pay as little amount of tax as humanly possible. Everyone really, um, and so it's not so much that for me. I understand why people feel upset about that. Hey, I'm paying this much in percentage of my of my yearly income, and you're only paying sure. you know, pennies on the dollar of that. I understand why people gripe about that, but I think the bigger the bigger like like fish to fry when it comes to to his his tax returns is what are the ties to Russia when it comes to his finances and what did that mean throughout the, the campaign? Do you believe there's evidence of that in here? In in his tax returns? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean if he's grossly in debt to Russia if, if, Russian, if Russia's been buying off like debt of his, then yeah, that can seriously be a problem. So that's where my issue is. It's not so much, well, how much, what percentage of taxes did you pay? Even though I think that's important to know. And if you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, if, if you're going to, you know, uh, champion the, the causes and not live up to those ideals, I think that's important for the country to know. But the Russian thing is much more of a concern to me.
1: Yeah, I don't care about his tax returns. I don't care about the tax returns of Hillary Clinton. I don't ta- care about the tax returns of President Obama. I don't care because I know these people. I know the world that they live in. And they all cheat this stuff, they all but do.
0: they're all not being influenced by foreign governments well, we don 't know that we, we're suspicious of that and right a, a lot of evidence is pointing to that I mean when, when 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 you've got all this evidence mounting and you don't and you decide hey i'm not going to to squash this fire, I'm not going to use the fire single and put this thing out, you decide to oh no no, no, don't look over here. it seems more suspicious to me.
1: I'm yet to hear the argument that makes sense on the other side of, well, if you got nothing to hide, show us. I'm yet to hear the argument on the other side of why that the, the, like mentality is not okay. I also think it's a little weird that people that haven't filed taxes in 10 years are screaming about Donald Trump's taxes. I find that to be a little strange. I don't have a problem with this. I, I This became one of those things that, that the American public thought we had the right to know somewhere along the line. And I'm not necessarily sure that that's true. I'm not sure it isn't, but I'm not necessarily sure that that's true. It just became more of like the pomp and circumstance of what it is of how we elect a leader. We just were like, well, we deserve it. We deserve it. And I'm not sure of that. I'm not sure we don't. But I don't, I'm not, I, I'm one of these people, I'm not all up on my hill or I'm not really upset about the the, the the refusal. I will tell you that for this person, this particular president, it seems a little strange that you won't go out of your way to stop some of these negative stories about you. And I got to remind people that we were talking about this off the air actually this morning. That whoever's in leadership at the time is the guy everybody makes fun of. Right. And, and I think there are people right now Who feel like they won And want it to be different Like SNL was making fun of Obama When that f- thing first happened
0: Whoa.
1: They were making fun of Bush Like Whoever the leader is, that's who we kind of blame everything on
0: Right, and I mean, like that's why we say, like, "Oh, McDonald's employees or Walmart" is because they are the 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 bearer of that brand. They that's are... the
1: fifteen dollar an hour person you think of.
0: Right, that's the, you, when you're top of the pops. Yes, all things come to you. All jokes are going to be made about. Yeah, I mean, that's, seems strange. That's the way it is,
1: it seems seems strange. It, it, it almost feels like people want special protection for this right now, which I don't understand. So if you if you get that job, protection. you're in you're in that well a safe space maybe. And the, if Jeez. you get that job. You're in the crosshairs. Welcome to it. I just, I don't have an issue with this tax return thing. I really don't. And maybe I'm being short sighted. I can make room for that. You know another thing I worry about? What is that? Is technology, and I always talk about how it's going too far. Would you hear about this now? Apparently, you know these Teslas and these self-driving cars are a lot of money, right? Right. They're a lot of money,
0: and understandably so, dude. I mean, that's a lot of technology and research that goes into those kind of vehicles. So. There's a
1: uh, San Francisco startup that's developing a thousand-dollar device that could turn uh, that could turn that could upgrade your car to steer and brake on their own.
0: That is not a good system. <laughs> So it, can, it's a, it turns a car into a self-driving car, essentially? Yes, okay. essentially
1: is what's going to happen. They're creating a $1,000 device. So a University of Nebraska Omaha senior. So a kid in Nebraska can f- figure this out. Brevin Jorgensen grabbed the plans, got to work, and realized that his 2016 Honda Civic was, a, was one of the compatible cars. Not all cars will be. You're okay, going okay. to need a little bit more technology yeah. in your car. You can't say, hack a car from the 70s. There's
0: no way you could just like, you could, like, grab a 1982 Ford Pinto. No, no, no. One, like, no. Okay, all right. No, you, know, you, can't, ha- right, you okay. can't
1: hack a car from the 70s, all right? But he realized that all he needed was $700 worth of parts, which was comprised of just a circuit board, that will communicate with the car's electronics, a OnePlus 3 smartphone and uh, apparently that's in uh, a 3D printed case. I don't know what a OnePlus 3 smartphone is. That's getting outside my uh, my knowledge of electronics. But this kid for 700 bucks have uh, essentially turned his car into a self-driving car. Bad, awful, not good.
0: Um, yes, the concept of, hey, making your own self-driving car sounds terrifying Terrible. to me. I mean, hats off to American Ingenuity, and I'm glad that this kid was able to do something like this, and I don't want that to be the case. So, like, I don't want a DIY self-driving car. I feel that sounds bad.
1: No, yeah, <laughs> I honestly, I, I don't trust myself to, like, sweep my kitchen floor, let alone, like, hack my car. I don't like the idea of self-driving cars. I've talked about this a thousand times, that for me, even though I hate to drive to and from work... There's something about pressing the gas pedal especially now as the weather's going to start to break. Windows down, foot on the gas pedal, probably 10 miles per hour too fast on the freeway, your favorite song turned up. There's something ultra American about that to me. And if we homogenize it and we now go 30 miles per hour in a car that goes by itself and we just sit there, I just I, there's something about I don't know. There's something American about that. There's something human about that that I think we're going to get rid of through self-driving cars, and I'm not wild about it. I like the idea of being in control of a powerful machine like that. I like that, like wielding the power of a car. I like that stuff. I don't want to see that go away. So Tesla and all that other stuff, that holds zero interest for me. I got great news for Fat Dudes. And I, I mean, honestly, this is the best news you will ever hear about your slobby fat body in the history of the world. You'll get it next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9. 8.30, we'll get you hooked up with a pair of, uh, no, I'm sorry, a four-pack of tickets for the can Charge game. That's this Sunday, the 26th. Fantone will be in the house as your in-arena host, and we'll get you into that game
0: Around eight thirty. That's
1: a uh, three o'clock tip off,
0: right? Correct, correct. Uh all this weekend actually can't in charge getting people hooked up with uh some pretty killer prizes. Uh Saturday night I know it's knit hat. Oh so it looks pretty sweet. And then Cut. Sunday they're doing like uh like uh water bottles.
1: Oh nice. Maybe I'll head up to that game on Saturday. A lot of good stuff going on, Ken. You got Don, uh, you got Don Jameson at uh, at at Buzz on Friday. Ah. Donnie, friend of the program, had yeah. been on the show, been on the show about four or five times now. Uh, we love Don. He's going to be at BuzzBend Friday night. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that a good cool. gift for
0: BuzzBending. Hell yeah, it is.
1: You know, before the break, I was rallying against uh, self-driving cars, and uh, Joey tweeted in and says, so you're not a fan of the self-driving cars? Check out Anheuser-Busch doing self-driving semis, another job we're going to lose automa- uh, to automation and efficiency. So I looked it up during the break, and sure enough, back to October, now they did it in the middle of the night, you know what I mean, because they were trying to do it as safely as humanly possible, and a human was in the truck, just in case, Of course. but uh, back in October, They drove 51,744 cans of Budweiser uh, in a self-driving car on a uh, a Colorado—a self-driving semi, rather, on a Colorado freeway. Yikes. I don't like hearing about that. Um, You know, I know that Gary Vaynerchuk guy that tells people, suck it up. That's what happens. You either adapt or die. But, yes— true, but that's tough for a 55-year-old guy to hear who has to work till he's 70 these days in order to retire. Sure, of course. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: But you're not putting the toothpaste back in the tube. And it would be, dude, if we really wanted to get back to like, man, we should do everything for jobs. Well, we should just start delivering beer by horse and carriage. And then there'll be more dudes and dudes to take care of the horses. We're not going down that route. So it's like, I agree uh, that there's going to be some issues and certainly safety issues is my main concern here of like, well, are these trucks safe enough to take it on the The only
1: reason why I get concerned about it is that if you continue to take away these these jobs that americans can get without secondary education we're kind of screwed like there's always been like well you can be a waitress or you can be a server or you can do this but the more we go down this road and we stop doing that and we make the world solely for people who have a master's degree that is a dangerous place for us to be but i get it it's evolution it's part of the way thing and here's the reality i don't really have to care because i'll be dead long before it totally takes part automation has hit my business 25 years ago plenty of dudes plenty of talented radio dudes sitting on the sideline now with no job because half the jobs are gone because we just voice track in people from other places like so this industry it's happened to this industry so i only have so much sympathy but i do worry about it but i have great news okay for obese men Well dude
0: A fat guy's been waiting All morning dude This is a big deal For them You've been, you've been hyping dudes. this you've been, you've been putting You've saying It's the best news They're ever gonna get what, What's happening With fat dudes
1: Now we know Diabetes can happen Heart yeah. disease can <laughs> hey, happen Hey
0: good news You are going to be diabetic
1: High, uh, Like you know Your risk of stroke Goes up every like
0: 10 pounds you put on Of right? course Of course You lose an inch Of penis too right Isn't that the whole Thing they talk about You got that fat You got that fat crotch uh, Yeah I Well y- yeah I've heard Chris Rock Talk about
1: that Also shaving down You know you trim The bush all of a sudden It looks like <laughs> a little bigger there, sure, you know sure. what I mean? I, I, you know, I hear that, okay? But obesity apparently has surprising benefits for men. Okay. And in an area where you want improvement. Okay. Every man wants improvement here. I don't care who you are. We've heard a porn star talk about how he wants improvement here. Okay. And that's in the bedroom. Experts are now claiming that men who have excess fat around their stomachs actually have better stamina during sex in fact phantom the study came out and says that they last for one minute and 30 seconds more than skinny dudes you're getting 90 more seconds of poundage
0: yeah but you're getting 90 more seconds of disappointing poundage you're all fat on top of her you can barely breathe you gotta get your asthma inhaler except for the
1: study says that that's not true and that we have better stamina during sex well you last longer but it doesn't mean the sex is better Well, I would imagine stamina also goes into the you're not necessarily the stereotypical like huffing and puffing during sex and that stamina would is an all encompassing word there. And so I would uh, I would imagine that that uh, that was part of
0: it. So you're physically unfit in every other capacity but when you drop those drawers all of a sudden it's like damn dude I can take it.
1: Well, I would imagine it's a lot like when a kid's trapped underneath the car and an average <laughs> dude flips it over, right? Like you find yourself in that in that <laughs> you find yourself in that insurmountable situation next thing you know you're a hero.
0: To me it just sounds like 90 more seconds of disappointment. To me.
1: I don't buy it. I think this is actually going to be totally true. There's a direct correlation between physical size and endurance. The reason is because overweight men have a higher presence of, uh, is it estradol? A female sex hormone, which actually inhibits the male orgasm. So, this is actually bad for you, but something good comes out of it on the other end. Jeez. The result is Jeez. similar to those uh, provided by, like, those you've seen now commercials for this for uh, like climax delay creams right. and like the wrapping, and which will help uh, suspend your ejaculation by requiring more stimulus to climax. It adds a little longer onto a man's average for penetrative uh, sex, with the duration time being six minutes for most. They say here, overweight dude, which is a minute and a half longer than a skinny dude. And we've talked about this all the time. People have a very misconstrued um, ideal of, what, of how long sex should last. You know what I mean? It's all... we Actually, we have found out over a previous study that we've done in the program that women want it all wrapped up in 25 minutes. And that includes foreplay,
0: right. you know, well, some
1: of the cuddling and all of it. Just wrap it all up in 25 minutes.
0: And, I, I, you know, unless it's like, hey, dude, we're about to marathon it out, dude. It's about to be sex session up in here. I think most times it's like, number one, I don't have the energy for like a, an, an all-night sex session. Number two, it's like, I don't have the time. I got other things I got to do. I got to get to sleep. I got to go take care of the kids. I got to, you know... Dude, the dishes still aren't done and all those different things that people have to deal with. Outside
1: of the first time you, you, you sleep with a chick and right. it's like really you're trying to go the extra because you just want to get a call back. You know what I mean? It's like right. you just want the audition to go well so you get the role. That's all. And so like you find yourself in that position where it's like you're trying to overcome and like be like the best lover you've ever been in your life. Like the first time you sleep with somebody. Outside of that, once you sleep with somebody ten times, it's like, dude, we don't care about this. Like let's just knock it out and we'll move forward. And so, uh, honestly, the best part of a relationship that I remember is kind of that, where it's kind of like, you know, what we both need this. It's a physical need. It's primal. Let's just do this five minutes in and out, and now we're back to like our normal lives, but we're happy. So, what do we need that extra ninety seconds for? Fat
0: dudes got you got screwed again.
1: Got screwed again. I think honestly, let's. I mean, dude, plenty of men worry about how long they're lasting in bed and i will tell you that i think honestly that you could you could self a lot of this is self defeating you worry about it worry about it worry about it worry about it and then next thing you know you have sex with a chick and it totally happens it's a lot like golf like that where it's like every time i put the sandwich in my hand i'm like oh god i hope i don't shank this off to the right like i do a lot with my sandwich right. please 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 right. next thing you know you swing the club shank, shank it. it right it's it's all the same thing
0: your mental state really depicts everything and right and I think guys have to take I don't want to say a little bit of responsibility here but like you know if you're I don't want to be like a two a two hump chump but like you know if you're a quick climaxer and if that's the case then you need to be mindful of that and to to take that into consideration it's like all right well maybe I should do a little bit more foreplay because I know I'm not going to last once we get over that point so like take take that into consideration as you're sleeping with people and she's not going to notice the difference between six minutes and seven and a half minutes she is going to notice the difference if you Some if you do. spent time enough to 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 that you make care her about orgasm her, right. right right. So whether that's orally or uh, through digital manipulation or through whatever it is, whatever you have to do. A lot there. of guys can't
1: handle that though because they feel like, dude, if it's not me, if I if it's not penetration that did it. That you feel less than, but that's on you. You can't right, blame the chick for right, that.
0: Right, right. I'm sure she's...
1: Women I'm, orgasm
0: very differently than men do. I, I'm sure she's okay with like, all right, hey, you know, like I said, she's not going to know between six and seven and a half minutes. She's not going to know between six and seven and a half inches, dude. She just wants you to pay attention to her and talk to her.
1: The, uh, Zane says, all this is saying is that it takes longer for guys to climax. They're still out of breath and sweating grease onto the crying girl underneath. <laughs>
0: Dear God. <laughs> Eating pizza while he's having sex. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I mean, dude, I'm a fat dude, but I, I, I don't necessarily have that problem. And like, I'm not-
0: plenty of dudes out there do, right?
1: Yeah. I guess this is where my negative body image comes into play because I'm not necessarily fat. Fat like right, that. Right. Like, yeah, I just, you, I
0: feel fat like that, but I'm not fat like that. You do. You think you're way fatter than you are. That's true. I mean, uh, there's no denying that. Uh, I do. Uh, so, 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 I so hate th- my body. I- I- if, if you put an extra 50 pounds of straight fat on you and then you, 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 oh, you, you, you try to, well, how do you even get laid You then? try to mount a, a, a young lady. Well, there's, a, there's fat chicks out there. <laughs> like, like, they want to get laid too. I mean, so it's not. Yeah, but dude, one in one hand and <laughs> crap in another. <laughs> I mean, right? Which um, hand gets filled first? Do you feel like on a regular basis or with any consistency that 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 you're in your own head about like, well, how long am I lasting? Yes. really, all the time. Really? Yes, really. It's not an issue for me. Of course, I can point to instances in my life where I was like, "Damn, dude, like that was quick," but like as a whole, like for a for a uh, my entire sexual life, that's never been a thing that I've really. Well, you gotta understand, dude. I don't. I'm not sleeping with a relationship. That's different. I'm, I'm saying, even in my single days, I just like I, I, I it wasn't a problem. For I me. mean,
1: it's not a problem, but I, but I'm a man, and so my my uh, my self esteem is directly re- related to my sexual
0: performance. I think more often for me, it's all right, dude. Let's go, hurry up, man. You're still doing this, like, dude. We've been done for the last twenty minutes. Why are you still humping me?
1: See, I will say, <laughs> I will say, dude. Once I'm in a relationship, that's very much the case because honestly, I am one of these guys that's totally built on convincing a chick to sleep with me is way better than having sex with her. Like taking a woman from, Oh God, no to all right. I mean, he's kind of funny. I can't believe Dude, I'm going to bang this guy. I can't believe this. Like I, that's the part I like once I'm having sex with you. I'm like, Oh God, I hate you. Like I honestly, unless we're going to date like most of the time. And so there is part of that. And sometimes dude, it's just two 30 in the morning. And I don't care, and I just want you out of my house as fast as humanly possible. And so like, there's, you know, there's, there's part of that, because I'm not real big into the overnighters unless we're a, we're a thing. I'm not, I'm not real big on you staying the night. Like, uh, You don't live here. <laughs> Only I live here. So I, I'm, I don't think it's a big concern for me, but there have definitely been times where I've gone to bed with somebody really hot, where I was like, oh my God, like th- dude, this is the Super Bowl. And even Tom Brady gets nervous before the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And so I've had situations like that. But overall, I don't think it's a huge concern for me. But I'm tell, dude, i telling you right now, there are dudes out there. More people are obese than not. And dudes are out there right now feeling like this is a huge victory for them. And it is. I think this is a huge victory. I've never heard a woman say to me, give me less sex. Give me less time in bed. I've never heard that. I've never heard of, that's not the stereotype. The stereotype is they're just never happy, and they want three more inches and 30 more minutes. It's always been the stereotype, and fat dudes are out there getting it done. So you know what? You go through the drive through you eat as many double cheeseburgers as you can get your hands on, you're a better lover for your wife. Yeah. Look at us, dude. See, everybody likes to put fat people in the corner. We're fine. We're, 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 we're good. You, you need us. You need the fat people. I'm just trying to make myself feel better about it. <laughs> I literally am just trying to make myself feel better about it. We'll be back with more Sansbury Show. Thanks. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. We have a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game this Sunday. You'll get hooked up with those at 8.30. And then 9.30, we'll send you to the Rob Zombie Show up at the House of Blues in July. Also, 8 o'clock. A school I'm not sure we need. Or maybe need more of. I guess we'll figure that out together at 8. I now, however, have another, I shouldn't have posted that given the job I have. There you go. Because this is like one of the biggest stories that happens now is like, I have this job. I posted this thing. Didn't think of it. Now I don't have this job anymore.
0: It almost doesn't even matter what the job is either, dude. Not these days. Whether you're a a fast food employee or a fast food CEO, man, you, you can get your ass fired. And what I said
1: the other day, I believe is true. Given, and again, this isn't me knocking anybody. This isn't me trash talking anybody. This is me just saying the truth. But given the fact of some of the things our president tweets, I'm not sure a Walmart employee should get fired over something they tweet anymore. I'm just not sure that that should be okay anymore, given the fact that our country's leadership does it. I think it's weird to hold a Walmart employee to a higher standard than I hold the person running the country. Seems strange to me. But a Kansas City councilman is in not. He says not going to back down here, okay. and I have to be a little quick here. This is a uh, this is about a meme he posted on his personal page. It was not like a governmental page or whatever. But we know okay. your personal page is an extension of you, yep. and people are going to see it that way. And you're a city councilman, so people are going to take issue. Yep. So he has here that meme, and I'm sure you guys have seen this now. A short history of U.S. presidents, and it's like 43 crackers in a row, and then it's an Oreo cookie, and then a Cheeto. Okay. And it's, you know, it says a short history of U.S. presidents. And people are up in arms about this now. And they're calling it racist. And I don't know if that's true or not.
0: Well, it's a joke about race. And I think if you want to make the long about argument of, well, all jokes about race have a level of racism in them. But do I think this is, like, true to the heart, like, racist? No. I don't think this is racist.
1: I think it's not in good taste, but plenty of jokes I like are not in good taste. Plenty cool. of jokes I
0: make are not in good taste. Right, and I think that's a part of humor, is right. that like there's going to be we levels have of that, lines. and, and uh, I don't even know what this is inappropriate. I mean, it's it's certainly not as a councilman, it's probably like, well, dude, it's a better look not to put this up. Yes, It's, it's easier for me just to I not do I can say that, this. sure. But, uh, I mean, who's the butt of this
1: joke? He says here what made the post the funniest was the Cheeto. He said that's the whole thing that made it funny to him. Now, I don't know that that's not true. I don't know what his personality is. I don't know what his line is, but okay. And I mean, to be honest with you, when I see it, the Cheetos, the first thing I notice too. I don't look at the I don't look at the Oreo and go Oh my God, they're calling Barack Obama an Oreo. I go Oh well, yeah, everybody loves how orange
0: Donald Trump is. We're making fun of the Cheeto,
1: and also let's not skip over the fact that we're calling the the first forty three presidents or whatever crackers. I
0: mean, at that point, you really are kind of punchlining everybody. You I mean, are. You, That's you, you my are. that was my point is that everybody's in line of this fire. Yeah, kind of. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're... we're
1: kind of poking fun at the nation that we kind of liked voting crackers in forever. Right? Then we went to we went to a black guy, and it's like well give us anything but that and we're kind of pointing
0: at that black on the inside white are black on the outside white on the inside let's not act like an oreo cookies black all the way through i think there's a little bit of like oh it's black on the outside white on the inside okay i didn't think of that but i think it's part but show me the other cookie, then. Uh, sure. Sure. I right? mean, you could show me one of those Snackwell's Devil's Food Cake cookies that's all nah, black. Right? But Oreos, black, is like everybody,
1: every, Oreo's everybody's favorite. That's America's cookie, right? I, I think
0: there's at least I a know. little bit of that. Of, you do? Of that.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Now, the, it's important to point out, this guy didn't make this meme. So no. maybe the guy
0: that made it. I'll give you that. And even so, I don't know if that necessarily throws it into, like, oh, my God, territory of, like, oh, this is terrible racism. Now, the fact that you're a city councilor you are an elected official, you should be able to look down the field. And that's where my problem is. If this was John Q. Public that saved this, I'm not like, oh my God, the girl Heather I went to in high school is such a racist bitch. I do think this city councilman, you should have thought about this a little bit more, bro. If you're
1: in government, I will admit it's strange.
0: And honestly, I, 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 I don't think
1: it's racist. No. But you had to know the, what do I always say? You got to have self-awareness. You got to know the environment in which you live in. And you got to know that as a politician, now he's one of these guys, I don't consider myself to be a politician. Well, you but you're a city councilman. You're an elected and so official. The, right. The, the public views you to be a politician. So you are going to be held to a standard that I'm not. And you should be. We should hold Mayor Burnaby to a standard that we don't hold me to. Of course. That guy should absolutely, while in public, have to be a better person than me. Absolutely he
0: should. Is this, I don't have a problem with it though. I mean, and you talked about it where it's like, well, if, if the president would have posted this or something comparable to well, this, bro, yeah, that's not great. Well, it's not great, but I mean, it, this, I don't feel like this is like outside of the realm of what he would have po- uh, posted. So if we allow, if we allow the president to make these mistakes or make these, uh, these unsavory posts, that's why kind are of we, my point to talk about. Why are we coming it. down on the city council? That's with? my
1: point is like, bro, like we're in the new and, world order now. And, and, and Are
0: these, are these Trump supporters that are upset by this? I don't
1: actually have the. I, I think it's just peak. Because
0: that sounds like snowflakes to me. If it, you're if you're afraid of Trump being called a cheeto, that sounds like you're a snowflake. That sounds like you need a safe space. He
1: says I'm not going to take it down. It's my personal page. If you don't like it, unfriend me. He also goes to okay. one of these. Um, my black friends didn't even say. My black friends didn't even say to me, Rich, that's racist. Okay. Any t- do white America? Let me help you. <laughs> As a guy who's dated interracially, as a guy who, who has you know been influenced in hip-hop culture, right. has had black friends right. my entire life.
0: Black is shown yeah. Right, black is shown Canton.
1: Awesome. Dude, white America, let me help you here. If you go to, if somebody questions where you are on race, and you go to the, I don't see color, or my black friend said, bro, that solidifies people's opinion of you. I know you don't think it does. But it does. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. If you automatically go to, I don't see color, you're an idiot. We all see in color. Black Americans, white Americans, Asian Americans, we all see in color. So everybody knows that's a blatant lie and you're just trying to say that you're not racist. I'm not saying you are racist. I'm saying that those aren't good arguments to convince people that you're not
0: racist. But I've
1: had one over at my house before. Like, come on people. Well look at the way you chose to say that Come on people I had one of them One of
0: them Over my house <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know for the record I did let my black friend sleep on my couch the other night I did Look at me I'm a good white American My
0: black friend he was at my house
1: <laughs> I'm with you If somebody in my business posts this It's funny But if a city councilman does it,
0: it, it yeah. It's different it's, yeah. just, it's just different You yeah. chose
1: a job where it's different And I got to be honest with you, I think if I post this in today's day and age on the Rock 106.9 Facebook page, my boss talks to me about it at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, He knows just like we do. There's a balancing act right now of like where you go with politics and what you say about politics. And I, I mean, I think every broadcast medium right now, whether you're doing it on social media or the radio or whatever, dude, there's a balancing act that's going on.
1: Yeah, there is. You, uh, you do kind of have to hold everybody's hand right now. You just, it's just the way it is. It's yeah. not right. It's not wrong. Snowflakes. It's just a lot of, uh, yes, yeah, they, on both sides of the aisle there. Everybody's a little fragile right now. That's why I say all the time, this, job's, dude, this it's never been scarier to have my job ever in the history of broadcasting, ever. It's never been scarier than it is right now. Parents, I got good news for you. Yeah. Your kids are going to get smarter. This sounds like one of these things that, I can't believe we need this. But we do need it. And I'll give you that next on Rock 106.9.
0: Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back
1: to the Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. If you're still carrying around that that high credit card debt that you racked up over the holiday season, I can help you. I'm going to point you to my banking institution, 100% local. CSC Federal Credit Union. Been with them now the entire time I've lived down here. Love them. Super convenient with four locations. Also, their app offers me everything I need. I can pay my bills on there. I can check my balances in there. I can transfer money from one account to the other in there. Absolutely love it. But that credit card debt is killing you. The APR on that thing is just burying you in more debt. And I can get you out of it. We're going to send you over to CSCFCU.com. You'll switch... Your credit card debt over to a CSE Visa card with a much lower APR. You'll pay it down. Your credit gets turned around. You'll have more money. You'll be happier. And all of a sudden, you'll walk around telling everybody that I'm the man because I saved you a bunch of money. So hit up cscfcu.com for more info on that deal. Available to you, I believe, until April 30th. But I would jump on it. Why waste more time spending more money that you don't need to? That makes no sense to me. CSEFCU.com. We've touched on this once before, Fantone, but it's uh, gaining some steam in the state of Maine. And, uh, you know, one of the things you hear millennials say all the time is, I don't want to adult today. Adulting sucks. I don't know how to adult Right, you barely know how to speak, <laughs> so I, I have no problem uh, figuring out that you don't that you don't know how to adult. The term adulting is
0: pretty new, I feel like, but the concept I think has been around forever. Where yes, you know, people. I'm are... just. It was called lazy back in the day, right? People are, are 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 unwilling to take care of of their responsibilities.
1: I would agree, and so a school in Maine called the Adulting School, Jeez. is open and dedicated teaching skills like these to fledgling adults. Okay. It offers the school will, private social media groups, and live events at local bars and restaurants. I could see this happening at Busman. Put a pin in this. Don't knock this well, too hard. because right, we this, might come up with a business plan here. We okay? might be hosting this at Busman okay. pretty soon. No, right. right. I could totally see this happening. All right.
0: All right. <laughs> hey, learn how to adult from Fantone and Stansbury. Combine credit score and IQ of seven.
1: <laughs> our credit score is actually higher than our IQ, probably. How sad is that? That's terrible but you can learn how to listen to this okay from everything, from network as a pro, which I do believe all people need. That's not a millennial yeah. thing. That's a human being thing. Yeah. Human beings do not network as well as they should.
0: I mean, especially in a in a in a professional sense. I mean, I I think that plenty of people could probably do well to learn how to use the people they know to their advantage. Plenty You're not of, doing that enough. Most pl- people, aren't. plenty of people right now are like, dude, I wish I had a better job. Well, maybe if you talk to somebody that you know, they would have a better job to kind of send you change to. your routine,
1: meet right. new people. Next thing you know. Right all things are opportunity there. Okay. But it'll teach you everything from how to network as a pro to folding a fitted sheet. Carly Bouchard is 29. Uh-huh. She sat with uh, some other young adults sipping drinks at a uh, at a main bar and she says here, "I'm a financial cripple." Ooh, I don't know, millennial, is that 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 term seems a little mean. That seems a little out of line, millennial. You might want to watch how you write things online. And she says even though she went to business school, she needs adulting school. She says I'm adult when it comes to my finances. This is somebody who went to business school.
0: Which, once again, dude, I always tell you, people that graduated from college, you think that they're like, oh, they gotta be brilliant? No, they don't, man. No, they just went dumb. somewhere for four years.
1: It's what we were talking about with Kyrie Irving yesterday. People were like, well, he we went to Duke, and it's like that doesn't mean anything.
0: Well, but at least these people actually went to the school. Right, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie didn't run, go to Duke. I mean, right. he went to Duke. He, he played at Duke. Right. So I okay. I take your point,
1: and you're right about that. But, dude, if you go to business school, you should be able to balance your checkbook.
0: You'd you think if you were a manager of a, of a company, you'd be able to balance your checkbook. But a lot of home, people right, can't. Right? And honestly, do
1: you have to balance your checkbook anymore? Well, and anymore?
0: that's the thing, too, is like, oh, balance a checkbook. It's like, dude, who is using a checkbook? In what world am I What I, I'm not using a checkbook. I don't even
1: have checks. No. Like, I don't have not one check.
0: I got like I've got like a book of checks emergency checks just in well, case. Well, just right. And it's it, I think it's one of those things when I opened up my checking account, they were like, "Well, hey, we'll send you your 10 free starter checks or whatever it is." And I'm like, "Okay." Uh, well. I chose no on that option. Uh, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to waste your paper. I don't need it."
1: But they say here another woman, Adrian, 25 watched a demonstration on how to properly fold a fitted sheet as her friend Emily Rice, uh, who is 26, coached her through it. She's like, I didn't know you had to put it together and then pinch it.
0: I don't know how to properly fold a fitted sheet either, but YouTube could teach me that if I really wanted to learn it. You know what I mean? Why would I spend money on a, on a, on a class?
1: So the co-founder, Rachel Weinstein, got the idea from her work as a psychotherapist. She noticed that many of her clients struggle with the transition into adulthood. Things like paying bills on time and choosing your career were difficult for them. Welcome you know to your she 20s.
0: says welcome welcome to your 20s. Right.
1: She said when you see 10 people feeling like they're the only one and they're all struggling with the same thing, you think let's get these people together so that they can learn stuff and not feel so isolated and ashamed. Weinstein
0: said. When I was when I, I was, feel like a little bit of a shame's all right. When I was Yeah, yeah, if you can't pay your ashamed. bills on time, you should be like damn, dude, I am an embarrassment to myself. Like yesterday, I just paid a cable bill that was
1: severely late. And it wasn't because I had didn't have the money. It was because I was lazy, and I was like, "Ah, pay tomorrow, pay it tomorrow, pay it tomorrow." Next thing you know, it's a couple hundred right. dollars.
0: Hey, your cable's gonna get shut off, right. idiot.
1: And that uh, dude, that's not because I don't know how to do it. It's right. just because I was just lazy a couple of days in a row. I,
0: yeah, I can't. Uh, I, I mean, I can't have. Uh, that's your twenties. Like, yes, Welcome I can totally to it. Remember, the, and I, like the first time you moved out. And oh my God, I didn't know I had to pay the. I didn't know I had to pay the gas bill and all. Yeah, you make and mistakes you think, and you learn from those. Five
1: bills come up that you didn't even think about. Right. You knew the. You knew the electric was coming, but there's five other bills you didn't even think coming. She says managing money is a common source of stress for the school's attendees. Welcome to life. Yeah. You are born on a planet to which you owe money to before you've taken your first breath.
0: Now, to acknowledge that and to do something about it, I feel like is okay. Like, yes, you know, a lot of people do have problems managing money. Yes. So do
1: something. I'm I'm for that. She says here, all of my students tend to be millennials and women. Uh, Lindsay Roscala, 32, said she's trying to figure out how to save for the future and pay off school debt. In job interviews, they're always asking where do you see yourself in five years? And I never know how to answer that because I'm always thinking how to survive today and next week and what's coming up. Okay, I believe that high school could do a better job today and I believe in education reform and like full-on throw the system out, let's reform it from scratch. But I believe that high school could do a better job of teaching people life skills than, let's get out of Macbeth. You don't need it. But teaching kids life skills in schools is important in the sense that, dude, we were taught the way we were taught because what was the big theory? You're not going to have an encyclopedia everywhere you go. But you do have an encyclopedia everywhere you go now, so let's throw all that out yeah, and teach people what they need to know to survive the world that they're in.
0: We've seen how misused that encyclopedia in your pocket can be, and it's not necessarily going to be true. Again,
1: part of my thing would be to show people how to use that encyclopedia properly.
0: Well, and I mean, I, you know, I, I I think there's point there. Um, and I, I don't know, maybe this is at least when I went to high school, I took a class called life skills that was like, hey, here's here's, and at this at that point, it was balancing a check. It was, was it an extension of HomEC essentially? Pay, no, I mean it was, pay, it was it was its own independent thing. It was like paying your taxes. Um, here's how you do this, that, and the other. And just because I decided not to pay attention during that class, now I can't be like, oh, dude, they didn't teach me anything. Well, that's fair. A lot you of because I mean? part of
1: the problem will be teaching us trying to get a 17 year old kid to understand how important something later in life will be. Right.
0: And and I, I, I you know, I'll take your point 100% with like, well, well then you we need to stop teaching Macbeth, but I think there's a greater understanding there of like, yes, you're going to have these things that you deal with on a day-to-day basis, but I, and you, I I sent you that story this morning how they're trying to push like, well cursive writing's coming back. And at what point are we just going to say, you know what? If it's not uh, you know See, I don't think we need that. If it's not building a widget, if it's not if it's not doing Dude. your taxes or if it's not filling out a W2, then what are we even
1: your first of all, your signature, which is really the only thing people use cursive for at all anymore. Your signature will be a thumbprint in two years. The cursive writing thing back in school is stupid. And I, to me, feel like, you know what that is? This is the, oh yeah, you want to teach Common Core? I feel like that's what that is. They don't even know how to write their name and we're teaching them how to use a different version of math. I think that's honestly, I think that's parents going, well I know cursive but I don't know Common Core so put cursive back in the school. That feels like dumbassery to me.
0: you would like to think, and I guess I'm living in an ideal world here, is where education wouldn't necessarily be something that's divided by politics, but I'm mean, i living in a very naive world. Um, that's the way it should be, but I, won't. I, I I I don't think I would necessarily need a course in adulting, but there are certainly things I think I could do and be like, oh, well, yeah, I, I learned Some that. Some of it's
1: common sense, and dude, you and I sometimes forget, and I... How do I say this without pissing a bunch of people off?
0: Piss them off. Who cares?
1: Dude, we're smarter than the average bear, though. Right? I mean, there is a reason why.
0: I'd like to think so. The,
1: the, well, Fanto and I have proof of it. There's, a, Dude, you blew off half of your life doing drugs and doing yeah, stupid did. stuff. And yet, dude, you... It's awesome. <laughs> right. And, st- and yet, you still have a pretty good job. Right. You contribute to society. Right. You're a good person. Right. Dude, that's being smarter than the average bear. That's funny. And I think... And I think Honestly, my brother has always told this to me about about me. He says, your biggest problem, dude, is that you have a problem admitting to yourself that you're smart. You have a problem thinking of yourself that way. In the sense that he's like, but Dan, I'm telling you, most people would walk into walls if you didn't yell at them and tell them to move. And 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 he's kind of right about
0: it. And there's your opportunity to make money. It's like, oh, well, I'm smarter than the average bear, smarter than these people. That's what he
1: always tells me. He goes, Dan, you get so mad at people for being dumb, you should celebrate it. It's the only reason you're successful. If the average person was that much smarter, you wouldn't have the job you have.
0: And he's right about that. He is right about that. A lot of these things, though, aren't necessarily intelligence related. This is just you being lazy. You don't have to be smart to send Verizon your your payment on on, on February 2nd because they send you a bill that says, hey, February 2nd, pay us. So, you know, I, I think okay. a lot of these things, yes. Like I said, a folded cheat or a fitted cheat. Well, dude, if I really want to learn how to do that, I can just check it well, out on
1: YouTube. We're going to have a robot in your house that does thank that for you anytime time, God Dude, I need it. Right? I mean, automation's going to take care of all that kind of stuff for us. But I, would, I think that there needs to be a focus on some of this stuff. And I'm surprised it, were, it was more women, right? Especially yeah. when you're talking about folding a fitted sheet. I hate to put you in gender roles, but isn't the I mean, the whole, the whole theory is men are kind of, you know. Bumbling I mean?
0: idiots. Men are too proud to go to something like this, though. So. Ah. Even millennial men. You, the, the, the I'm a man. man. Yeah, two, they're two. Like, oh, I don't need to do that. Oh, it. see, a, yeah, a I just have
1: a different outlook. I, you know, I was kind of raised by a guy who taught me that, dude, you're not a man until you can admit what you're not good at, and until you can admit what you're weak at, that that you're not a strong man until you can admit where you're weak. I was raised that way, but I but yeah, I, you're right. And so sometimes I forget that because right. I was kind of taught that that my worth on the planet has nothing to do with my masculinity. You know what I mean? My dad was very big into like, dude, your worth has nothing to do with that. Your actions to other people and those kind of things well how you'll be ultimately judged and like those kind of things so i don't recently have that so sometimes i
0: forget that a lot of dudes do right some dudes have an like i'm not a right?
1: i'm gonna drink this beer and crash and smash the can over my head dude as a matter of fact i'd go 100 miles not to not to be that dude i'd go 200 miles not to be that guy so, but I don't like the cursive and writing thing back in school. I think it's a waste. I think honestly, we're not teaching kids at a fast enough pace as how this world is changing. Technology's taken 3000 leaps in the last five years and our education systems slowly crawling towards that. And it, I feel like we got to start implementing a lot of this stuff into actual schools and not like, well, it's national margarita day. So chug a bunch of booze and we'll teach you how to fold sheets. It just sounds stupid. But if somebody wants to pay me to do it at Busman, I'm um, in. You know what I mean? Write the check and your boy is in. You won't believe, guys, you won't believe what people want to do to your balls. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. The Sansbury Show
0: on Rock
1: 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. If you need to break up uh, the monotony of day to day life, I got the best way to do it. I'm going to send you out to Medina. It's a high voltage indoor karting. If you don't know, it's high performance indoor electric go karting and the track is awesome. Changes on the regular. Foam walled there, so they can move it around, make changes to it, and the cards themselves super fast, reaching speeds of fifty. They have now a winter league, and what I like about this is it's non-committal. You can sign up for the entire year, or you can kind of drop in, drop out, much like how fantasy footballs kind of made that move. You can only do that at High Voltage Indoor Carding. You can find out more info via their website, which is HighVoltageCarding.com. That's high voltage, carding with a K.com, or by calling. 330-333-9000. Now, you can also, when you call High Voltage Indoor Carding, ask them about the Stands Ratio Special. It's Monday through Thursday, all day, all night. Three races for the price of two, plus free registration. Going to save you around like 17 20 bucks out there, out at High Voltage Indoor Carding. you need more info, it's HighVoltageCarding.com. All right. So, the human being, even though sex is amazing and is easily the best feeling on planet Earth, I would imagine everybody would say, people are always trying to make sex better, trying to make it feel better than it already does. We've got Botox for your balls now. We've got sex toys that are gas-powered. We have all
0: kinds of things now. Well, you know, I mean, sexual uh, sexual desires are going to uh, follow the trends of the time. And, you know, as technology becomes more and more of a thing, we will, uh, we'll, we'll continue having sex with it. So now what they want you to do is they want men to freeze their
1: balls with liquid nitrogen.
0: Jesus. For what? That sounds dangerous. And very dangerous.
1: A spa called Cryotherapy in England has a very special service called... Love Mist. Which will spray your junk, your balls there, with liquid nitrogen for 30 minutes, which they claim will increase blood flow and boost your endorphins. Apparently, when the sub-zero temperature covers the skin, Fantone, the sudden drop in heat stimulates the temperature receptors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, th- yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why like, temperature play is a thing in sex already. That's like
1: why, right, why you ask sometimes your wife to put an ice cube in her mouth while she's going down. Exactly, ideally. right. It's a very similar thing. The spa says encouraging everyone to blast their manhood, it says here, with, 100 de- with 160 degrees Celsius nitrogen. And it says here, your manhood gets super icy. Your blood vessels constrict and your blood pressure rises, leading to increased blood flow. It costs 50 bucks to do this. It's not so bad. We'll also promise an endorphin rush. While the skin continues to feel the freeze, they say here, the body sends signals back and forth to the brain. These messengers tell the brain if there is damages to the to the tissue. Right. It's this that along with the instant endorphin level energy boost and natural high generates a tighter, youthful, clear and vibrant genital skin appearance through boosting collagen. Yeah, but does that make sex feel better for me? I mean, they're just telling me I'm
0: going to have tighter skin around the region, right? Maybe if you felt a little bit better about how the, uh, how the boys are hanging, you'll feel a little bit more confident, feel good, or look good, so feel, 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 good, good feel good, feel good,
1: play good. Play good? Okay, yeah, I can't. I can't say for sure that that won't be true. Be oh, Love no mist is the treatment that you can do for this. I can't do. I can't imagine this would be good. And this is one of those things you don't want to be early on, like facelifts. You don't no, want to be early no. on a face jobs. Yeah, no. You don't want to be early on the boob job. No. Fair point. Yes, you don't want to be early on these types of things. And I'll tell you, as a guy who grew up. And I had um, like every once in a while, you'd have a wart issue on your hand. And yeah, like they, yeah, You yeah. freeze those with like that compound W freezing thing. Yeah, like that hurt my pinky. I don't want that anywhere near my balls,
0: right? I mean, yeah, guys, if you're, if you're freezing warts off your balls, you probably got bigger, bigger fish to fry there. Bigger issues. I'll tell white. you why.
1: I'll tell you why freezing your balls is a bad idea. Go to your local pool in July. You can see every guy over there inching his way up into the waistline in the pool. Because the minute that cold water hits your balls, it's like, oh, God, that's... Man, that doesn't feel good. Ow, that hurts. Oh, my God. Um, so now you're just going to go in there, lay on your back, legs over your head, pulling your cheeks apart and say, spray them down. Give me the love mist. Out of,
0: you know, plenty of people, you know, they'll, they'll blur the line between pain and pleasure. And I, listen, I'm not like signing up for this. Um, but would I do this? If it was like available and it was like, "Hey, it's gonna be a radio bit, Fanteau, and you're gonna get your you're gonna get your bits blasted with the icy cold, freeze your balls for Rock on the Rage I, tickets." I, I yeah, mean, I could see that. You know, just go get a handful of snow and rub it on them. I guess that sounds awful.
1: Well, I've done that. Like, have you? No, hold on. You've, not, no, you've no, you've never done the run and slide on the ice and like and Everybody with just the underwear on and then you you crash into like the snow pile there. You never had to do that. God, radio sucks now. I had to do that back in the day. It sucked. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. I yeah. I don't, dude. I feel like my balls and like my penis. That's like the best relationship I have. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to put that on ice. You know what I mean? Like. Bro, we go into cold water, we come out, the penis is unimpressive at that point. How could making it colder, right? Doesn't that fly into the... I mean, the penis retreats at the first sign of winter. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta go to the bathroom and like unfold them before you can see. Welcome to cold weather. You know what I mean? You're gonna take the spray can of, 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 of freeze? This is where we should have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Chill I can't freeze my balls, dude. I can't do that. Warmth is the friend of the testicle. Cold is not. I need a t-shirt that says that. Warmth is the friend of the testicle. You know what? Maybe we should pass out these charge tickets next. <laughs> maybe we should put them next. Then. So we'll do that. We'll pass out a uh, four-pack of tickets for the can charge game Sunday. We'll do that next. Hang on. One zero six seven, eight, nine. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. In just a few minutes we'll hook you up with a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. That's uh this Sunday. Tip off 3 p.m. Phantone, your in-arena host for that. We'll give you a, a four-pack of tickets for that.
0: Yeah, as we get closer and closer uh, to the rosters being set in the NBA, you're going to see more and more D-League players getting pulled up, which means that you're going to see better and better basketball out of these dudes. They know they are seconds away from an NBA contract. Yeah, they that's do, true. All they got to do is bust their ass, dude, is get out there on that Civic Center floor and play tough, dude, and who knows who's going to get called up. That's so. a good point.
1: I should make you aware of this, that uh, the Maslin-based MDS Foods has expanded a recall after being supplied with cheeses that could potentially be contaminated with listeria there. Deutsch Case House of uh, Middlebury, Indiana, supplied MDS MDS Foods with a number of different cheeses listed under the recall list. They are sold under multiple brand labels, including Amish Classics, Deli Ready, Dietz & Watson, Meyer, and Troyer. According to the press release from MDS... The cheese could be contaminated with listeria, which can cause serious and fatal infections in young children, frail, or elderly people, or others with weakened immune systems. If you have any questions over the food that you've bought, call 330-879-9780, and uh, they'll be able to give you a good rundown of what you
0: have. Man, it's one of those things as Americans, we just take it for granted. The food I'm eating is safe. Everything's going to be fine. I bought it at the grocery store. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: There's actually major changes coming to the grocery store and the labels on your food. If we have time, we'll get into that a little later. But I am reading an interesting story here from Candace Wiggins. And okay. uh, I, would, I would imagine most of you don't know who Candace Wiggins is. No clue. But she was the number 3 pick in the 2008 WNBA draft. And she won a title with the Minnesota Lynx. And she announced her retirement last March. And she has some really interesting things to say about the WNBA. Now, for those of you that don't know, the WNBA has been pretty forward-thinking and pretty progressive. Obviously, as like, well, A, you have women, uh, you know what I mean, as as your players in your league. OK, they've courted the LGBTQ fans for several years. They feel like there's a place to pick up some
0: fandom. Oh, there. yeah. And I would say, well, yeah, why wouldn't you? The joke about the WNBA is like, you know, you look out into a WNBA audience. You've got three Girl Scout groups and 147 lesbians. Like, that's that's th- the that's joke, the joke. And you know,
1: that's probably the, the reality a, a little bit on some level. And Candace Wiggins was straight. She was not gay. And she says here, this is a quote, 98% of the WNBA is gay and that she would have played two more years if not for the, this is her word, toxic environment that affected her as a straight woman. So you never hear about this going this way. And this is what I thought this was a little interesting.
0: Well, I feel like pretty rarely is it gay majority. You know what I mean? Like in not too many situations in life, are you going to find yourself in gay majority? Yeah, depending on where you go. I mean, you go to a gay bar, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of gay people there. She said, I
1: wanted to play two more seasons of the WNBA, but the experience didn't lend itself to my mental state. It was a depressing state in the WNBA. It's not watched. Our value is diminished. It can be quite hard, and I didn't like the culture inside the WNBA. Without revealing too much, it was toxic for me. My spirit was being broken. Well, as she talks
0: about, like, you're, she said, she's being exploited and nobody's watching. I mean,
1: well, she, she's saying v- primarily one of the big problems was nobody watches the WNBA and nobody does. Yeah, right, and I mean, I don't know if I mean they force like LeBron and those guys to make commercials about it, and you can tell it's forced. Oh, LeBron's not watching the WNBA,
0: and I, I, I don't know. Nobody watches the WNBA. I, I mean, welcome to the WNBA. You know what I'm saying? If if but, if you're but that's gonna-
1: but that's a small part of her problem, and I don't want to focus on the fact that nobody's watching it because what she goes on to say is that there's a toxic culture in here and I buy this I totally buy it a four-time All-American at Stanford she asserts that she was targeted for harassment from the time she was drafted by Minnesota because she is heterosexual she's heterosexual and nationally a popular figure of whom many players were jealous I could buy that she says, me being a heterosexual and straight and being vocal in my identity as a straight woman was huge, Wiggins said. I would say 98% of the women in the WNBA are gay women. It was a conformist type of place. There was a whole different set of rules that they, the other players, could apply. People were deliberately trying to hurt me all of the time. I had never been called the B word so many times in my life. I was, it was in my rookie season. I've never been thrown to the ground so much. The message was, we want you to know we don't like you. It comes to a point where you get compared so much to the men, you come to mirror the men, she said. So many people think you have to look like a man, play like a man to get respect. I was the opposite. I was proud to be a woman, and it didn't fit well in that culture. And I could see this being true. I don't know for sure that it is, but I could see this being true. Much like gay men have said about the NFL that they felt intimidated being in those locker rooms, I could understand somebody straight being intimidated being around WNBA players. Yeah, of course. And I could see them... But see, this is why this is important, though, dude. And this is why it's important to talk about these things. Because we constantly focus on the other side, and everybody pretends that this other group of people is just nice and not perpetrators of this kind of stuff, and we pretend that they're not. And they obviously are, and we have proof of this now and it needs to be examined and it needs to be talked about because to no end we're talking about why Michael Sam's not in the NFL. It's because he can't play, but people think it's because he's gay. And this stuff is happening with gay people, mistreating straight people, and nobody ever talks about it. So not I don't want to say I was happy this happened to this chick, but I'm happy she's out there talking about it. Because I feel like the LGBTQ community gets way too much credit for being inclusive and nice. And it turns out, once you're deep inside of it, no, they aren't. No, they aren't. Which is what I've been saying all along, right? That people who do these people who try to go out there and tell you, look how good I am, look how good I am, secretly, dude, they're as evil as anybody else. Nobody's any good. We're all bad. We're born evil. We're born with the we're born with self-preservation built into us. You have to fight against that, and those the best of us fight against it daily. But we're born with self-preservation built into us. We're inherently bad. We're trying to figure out how to be good but this I, I'm so sick and tired of the straight white men are the devil and everybody else is so good when we have this and this story is going to get buried and nobody's going to talk about this it won't be on ESPN it won't be on Fox Sports it won't be on this stuff because it's not a bleeding story because it doesn't fit the narrative that the left and that this other side of this thing is so is so more tolerant it doesn't fit the narrative that the one side is bad and the other side is great
0: do you feel like gay people are less I mean like you're putting this all on left when this is a gay hit. i mean you know i what i feel like that's the
1: it's a similar mentality and i I've, i feel like you're right i probably shouldn't make that connection there but there's definitely i'll all right I'll, I'll make it this there's the mentality and social media that that community is so much more inclusive than anybody else and it's a flat out effing lie and i've been saying that from the beginning it's, it's a lie you're going to hear I, more
0: and more of this, dude. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing I with know you that this is an issue. I mean, and I guess my, my, my point is, is like, well, which way is right? Should people be, be harassed for their sexuality? Should Michael Sam be harassed or should Candace Wiggins Nobody be Nobody
1: should be harassed. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that we pretend that white straight men are the only people holding somebody else down when it's laughable. That idea is laughable. That whole side of the aisle is just as bad as the other side. It's just as bad. There's as many bad people and rotten apples in that group, but nobody talks about it because it doesn't fit the social networking narrative in this country today. It doesn't fit that. So this gets buried on the 15th page of Yahoo Sports. And now WNBAers are coming out trying to say that this is about her and she just doesn't like this. Or does, I mean, she won a title. She's pretty good. She must have been pretty good. She won a title. And uh, do people want to bury this because it doesn't fit your narrative that you're really nice and that the rest of us are evil to you? Bunch of fake liars. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show, Rock 1069. I forgot to pass out those Cannon charge tickets. I'm so sorry. We will do that here. I promise you. 1 800 243 7625, the number you'll need for those. I also have Rob Zombie tickets. We'll close out the program with those. I do want to send out a uh, little tip of the hat from the, from our program and radio station to Canton SWAT officers. You all right, buddy? What just happened over there? Did you oh, just spill coffee on yourself? No, I didn't have
0: any coffee. Oh. I was a little disappointed. Oh, is that there. what it
1: was? I just saw you reach for the cup, and then I saw you flinch, and I was like, the what the bitch. hell's happening over there? Son of a bitch. But I want to give a shout out to Canton SWAT officers. They raided okay. a Northeast uh, Canton home. This was yesterday, and found a meth lab. Good. Canton Stark County Metro Narcotics Unit and Canton Police SWAT officers armed with a search warrant raided a Northeast home where two men and a woman were making methamphetamine. They uh, also arrested and jailed another woman on a misdemeanor charge of presence in a place where controlled substances are used or sold. So we'll stop right here. I'll, I'll give you the rest of the story here in a minute. But dude, if you're making meth in your apartment yeah. and I don't have anything to do with it yeah. and the cops like bury, like bust through the door, I can get arrested just for being in there.
0: Um I, mean, I guess being for not reporting you, right? Well, it's reasonable suspicion, right? I yeah. mean, if your roommates doing is making meth, I yeah. mean, yeah. I guess okay. And I mean like is isn't it reasonable for the officer to think that you are either a a part of the production what were or are you doing in here right. if you were either ain't
1: aren't making drugs or buying drugs. I guess yes, that's uh, you could draw that line. David Sutton, David Dyer and Nikki Dyer. All of Spring Avenue were arrested around 9 a.m. Tuesday at their home, where the officers found them with five two-liter bottles used to make meth. That's dangerous. Oh yeah, like, it, like first of all, making meth is bad and dangerous. But if you don't have the right equipment, this is how like houses blow up, and it's because the gas is from that stuff. Just you can't keep it in a two-liter bottle. I watched Breaking Bad.
0: I know how to make meth. I can do
1: this. The bottles contain residue and hoses. They seized, uh, the officers did other items, including five acid gas generators used to manufacture the drug. The one-pot meth labs were found in a crawl space on the second floor of the home. Each was jailed on felony charges of illegal manufacture of drugs and assembly or possession of chemicals used to make meth. Nikki Dyer was additionally jailed on a misdemeanor warrant from Maslin Municipal Court, charging her with failure to appear for a probation hearing. Uh, on her theft conviction a while back.
0: Ah, uh, meth heads will steal stuff. I didn't think about that, but yeah, you know what? Those meth heads <laughs> yeah. will take a finger. Imagine
1: that. So, Canton Swat, nice job.
0: Yeah. Well done. Of course, of course. Um, I, I, I guess, you know, you just don't think about it. You said this was a home, right? Yeah. I mean, you just don't think about, like, what is going on in your neighbor's house. I'm sure the person who lived next to them, upstanding citizen, just trying to make sure that, you know, they pay their bills on time and there's a goddamn meth lab. In the house next to you, that could have blown up at any second. You
1: know what I those mean? Those things are it's terrifying. And ins- those things are really, really dangerous. We, when I lived in Vegas, you'd see this all the time. Oregon too, like Oregon was real big. All right, so on the on the patio of the bar I owned, you could the the only thing you could see from there was the mountains and trees, and smoke piles. <laughs> Like, at different, you know, intervals of the mountain range. And it was like, okay, well, bro, like, we obviously know what's happening over there. That's the making of methamphetamine, because meth is running wild through Southern Oregon. It's really bad. It's like the heroin problem here. The meth problem. I mean, dude, Faces of Meth, that documentary, was actually filmed in Josephine County, where I lived. I mean, bro, the meth problem there is something else. Now, now,
0: granted, I think a majority of hard drugs have gone through some sort of of of, like, Production, obviously. Sure, it's, yeah. not, it's not marijuana where you're just like, you know, growing. growing it, right? But that's one of the things where I was always like, yeah, meth, dude. That's just sweaty bikers in their basement putting it together, making it in a 7-up bottle. And well, uh, meth,
1: meth started just like that because what you know what it was? People didn't want to afford cocaine, they were looking to find a cheaper cocaine because cocaine's a ton of money. You know what I mean, and uh, and like you can get a pack of
0: meth for fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's, good luck getting fifteen
1: dollars worth of cocaine.
0: That's that's always been the thing with me is I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it if it if it took if it took you in your basement.
1: It's kind of like what I say about vaping, okay? I, and fine, when the study came out, it says it's a little healthier, or whatever. But if you're making it, I don't trust it. Like, and I know you can say the same thing about cocaine and obviously throughout the history of my life, I have done that drug, but it's not something I do on a consistent basis. It's not even something I would even entertain doing. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, as an idiot, like in in growing up and learning mistakes, I had done it. But now I would think twice of that, and if you can make it, I don't want it, is kind of how I look at the drug world. I'm with you. Let it grow out of the ground, and I trust it a little more, world and I know horror. somebody's going to be like, well, they spray it with this, and they spray it with that, and it's like, I, "I fine. But at the end of the day, we're talking about a plant. I feel a little bit more comfortable with that, and I'm taking what I would consider to be an educated risk in the smoking of the marijuana. Stop doing math, people. What are we doing? It's, it's not like, good. On, stop
0: doing math. Come it's on, not good. On. It's not social. No, no, it's terrible. You're going to make terrible decisions. You're going to rob people. You're going to hate yourself. Your teeth are going to fall out. You're yeah. going to have gross. Dude, just stop doing math, people. Did
1: you see this? You probably saw this. It's posted yeah. up at WRQK.com now, where a uh, apparently... <sighs> They have banned the playing of Corn, Nickelback, Slipknot, Smash Mouth, and Creed from. Is this the Department of Defense? Is that where this was? Yeah, this is the Department of Defense there. Uh, it says it's effective 14 February of 2017, the following bands will no longer be allowed to be played in the CP. This applies to all times, not just work hours. Corn, Nickelback, Slipknot, Smash Mouth, and Creed.
0: It's a weird group of bands to put together. I think it was just
1: this guy making jokes about band he doesn't like. I don't think this is an actual order, but this is one of those stories that got passed around a million times yesterday. And I don't think that this is an actual thing. And I wouldn't put corn and slipknot. In the same class as Nickelback and Smash Mouth. Like I kind of like Nickelback more than most people do, but I understand why you hate them, and I understand why they're hated on. But I don't think much like Creed. I I think they're better than most people will give them credit for. But I understand where the jokes come from. But I don't think Corn and Slipknot even fit that bill, right? Like they. I mean,
0: I like Corn. I like Slipknot. So wait a minute. We have Corn in the system. It's in there. It's weird. like twenty years old too. It's but weird. yeah, I mean it's a strange collection, there's no doubt. I can understand if I mean, you're Smash like Muffet, yeah. yo, I just dislike heavy music. Therefore, corn, slipknot, bands like that, too aggressive, too angry for you. And I think a lot of older people feel that way. I get that. But, but then Smash at that Muff point doesn't cover that. Right. I would right. say at that point, then you'd like Nickelback because or that's Muff, right, yeah. right. You, you you would you would have something in there that you wanted, but mm. I can understand Smash Mouth. Remember when we played that Smash Mouth audio, and he was getting like bread thrown at him at that at that event, and he was telling everybody to go f themselves. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. People were throwing stuff at him on stage and
0: f Smash Mouth. Uh, they're big Golden State Warriors fans. They'll talk trash about the Cavaliers all the time. So f Smash Smash Mouth. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know Reeflog, uh, the dude that yeah, the, yeah, yeah yeah he had like legit beef with Smash Mouth.
1: Oh, that's where that came from. I thought he was just doing another one of
0: his very entertaining Twitter polls. No, Smash Mouth legit like hates that guy. Everybody hates that guy. If
1: you're if you're not, do you notice that? If you're not a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, nobody likes that guy. I've never met the man personally, but if your entire life is based around being an antagonist online, I worry about you. He's funny, and he's earned the following he has on Twitter. I get it but nobody likes you. I don't have a problem with him at all. I'm a Cavs
0: fan, so what he says doesn't bother me. Probably say the same thing about Smash Mouth. Like, yeah, somehow or another, you've created success, but nobody likes you. That's true. But, I mean, it's just, if you spend your entire breathing,
1: waking moments being an antagonist online, no matter what your cause is,
0: I kind of feel like you need to find out. Reeflog and Milo Yiannopoulos. They're the same guy. You ever seen them both in the same place? (laughs) I have not. Uh, while we are on somewhat of Northeast Ohio sports, one of uh, Cavaliers' nation, uh, exciting times. Uh, Larry Sanders is actually in Cleveland doing a workout with the Cavaliers right now, so I'm uh, kind of excited about that. I feel like a big man in the, in the center would be a good, uh, good thing for the Cavs. So. You think so? Fingers crossed, buddy. Uh, 24 hours left before the NBA de- deadline. Anybody but mellow. Anybody there before the trade deadline's over, so we'll probably be seeing something soon. And then free agent signings will follow shortly thereafter. So uh, fingers crossed, Cavaliers uh, making some moves today. Anybody but mellow.
1: As long as it's not Carmelo Anthony, I, I'm fine. It, it, I'll trust LeBron. I'll trust the leadership and what they want to do. And if they bring Carmelo in, then fine. I guess I'll learn to wrap my head around it, but I just don't see that being the fix. Um, seeing how it is, he's been on the trading block for two months, and not a single phone call has been made about acquiring Carmelo Anthony. So I don't think we, uh, I don't think we, a championship contender, should be the first opening salvo in that conversation. But I'm with you. Let's sign some more players. Let's get some stuff done. Let's get LeBron some help. Absolutely. I want to bring another title here. I'm all for it. We do have, speaking of basketball, we do yeah. have a four pack of Canton Charge tickets. Let's uh, this Sunday, the 26th, Fantone's Arena host for that. We'll take caller 15 at 1-800-243-7625 on those. And I now have the exact number of times you need to have sex a week to capitalize on the health benefits. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 1069. Online, wrqk.com, that's where you can head over. And uh, in the Sandsbury Show second, uh, section, you can check out a guy who was homeless, who applied for a job, got the job, and his celebration. Is, well, infectious is probably the best way to say it
0: It is, it's a feel-good moment Even for two people who are just jaded at the world And pissed off at everything like Stansberry and I Just, It's a feel-good moment um, Sometimes you need some of those to remind you That, you know, the world's not all bad A little warm and fuzzy moment for Stansberry It's not all bad A little small spoon Stansberry right there And dude, you know, the thing with, uh, you know, homeless Put a people Put that, we're gonna get into that actually to end the program With homeless people and jobs Is it's like it's hard to get a job when you're homeless. Well, and I mean, def- how are you grooming? Well, how are you grooming? How are you preparing for your day? Where's the phone call go? Right when 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 they you know right. when they say, hey, we'd like you to come in. You don't have a car. You don't have anything of availability to do anything. So obviously a game changer for this dude. And it was awesome I will, to catch it on camera.
1: I will always root for somebody in a bad situation that tries their best to get out of it. And this is a guy who was trying his best to get out of the desolate situation he was in. So I will celebrate that. Because I believe that's part of it's just part of what makes you an adult, is trying to better yourself. Put a pin in that, actually. We'll, we'll end the program with me falling down on the job on that. Got a lot of pins and things. We'll end the show a little late in a few here with me falling down on the job of doing self work to get better. Okay. We'll end the show there. All right. But before we do that, and we'll also give you Rob Zombie tickets during that, which
0: you probably care more about. Right. I stay I don't care about your shortcomings. I hear them every morning. We know you're an idiot. <laughs> but we have now, according to
1: researchers at Toronto University.
0: All right. The Canadians getting in on it.
1: Who claim now they can, that they have, not can, but have figured out the amount of times a couple needs to have sex every week to maintain a healthier. And happier situation. Okay. So this is all. This is also about your health, as far as it is about your the health of your relationship. Okay. Okay.
0: And obviously, you know, a healthy sexual identity and a healthy sexual life, sex life, is going to lead to a healthier life. If I you
1: mean, stop having sex as a couple, troubles right around the corner. Of course,
0: dude. Of course.
1: I, and I'll just I I know from experience because I had stopped like having sex with a woman that I was living with once upon a time, and part of it was I was trying to get out of that relationship. Right. And currently, right now, I. Know know a woman kind of going through this with her man, and she bitches about it a lot. I'm telling you, that chick probably going to run on you, dude. I'm not going to tell you who, but that chick's getting ready to run on you, dude. Especially, dude, she's talking to me about it. That ain't good. That's not good. But scientists at Toronto University researchers here says You need to be realistic about your expectations for your sex life. Of course. And that once a week is more than enough for you to get the health benefits and to keep your relationship happy. So most couples, one time a week is more than enough to keep it going. And I would imagine, like some of you are married with kids and you have been married for 20 years. So... The deeper you get into a relationship, the less and less and less sex matters. It's still totally important. Finances and sex problems are normally the two things that break relationships up.
0: I know it feels like it's less and less important, but like... I'm saying it
1: actually is, though, in the sense that if you were to have sex once a week as a married couple with two
0: teenagers,
1: that is probably enough.
0: I'm sure there's parents who are like, God, I wish. I I, I
1: wish. Now, for you, a young guy with no kids, just moving in with your girlfriend, once a week isn't going to be enough yet. That's still part of uh, turning into the couple.
0: Um, But I'm just going to say, I feel like if 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 you're just going for just enough like oh well it's just going to hit be the bare minimum yeah, yeah i mean you got to be careful be a Problem that
1: is yeah shooting for the shooting for the bottom is is not good i would i
0: would yes you're right about that and, and and being like oh well we had sex once this week therefore my partner is satisfied you got to be a little more open and honest with well, your
1: partner they're generalizing here and they're saying for most couples you can stay intimate and stay connected via once a week there's obviously going to be women and men who feel like that's not true But having been in deep, serious relationships with women before, committed and living together and this and that, you get to a point where it's like, yeah, once a week is probably good. Like, it's probably, and again, dude, I'm a little older than you. And you'll realize, how old are you now?
0: 33. 33.
1: Yeah, it, it really does. You fall off a cliff around 36. It, it really does. It, and it, I know that sounds crazy. And then four more years at 40. Like people always used to say that to me when you get, when you turn 40, you'll realize. And I was like 37 when people were saying it to me. I was like, dude, I am 40. Like I'm 37. I am 40. And then it happened and I was like, oh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. But I think, and they go into this here in this study from these researchers from the University of Toronto, where they talk about how, and this is true, that music and movies and especially pornography kind of sells us on the fact that we should just be coming home from work and ripping each other's clothes off every night, and it's unrealistic. Of course. And we end up buying into the stuff we see on TV, and it's not reality. And really what you should be focusing on... Is the emotional connection And if you have that, sex probably comes from that
0: Yeah, if you're looking at sex as like a chore Then, regardless how many times you're it's having it time to it, break up Right It's time I to mean, break up, it really is It's that's, time to break that's, up That's a bad place for a relationship to be And I don't think it's necessarily There's ever like a one set number But I feel like if you're not At least once a week you're dealing you're getting into bad territory there where like sex is the thing that makes that relationship different than any other relationship you have you know I always say like oh my girlfriend's my best friend I have a million best friends I have a million people who I can you know but but I'm not sleeping with them I don't have that like physical connection with them I don't have we don't orgasm with each other so like I agree 100% that it's not going to be just a constant bone fest it can't be you have to take the trash out eventually but there needs to be Those relationships never last. There needs to be that. It's a commitment to each other. And making sure that you're both sexually satisfied is a huge part of it.
1: The moment I realize I want out of a relationship, it's the first thing I do is start withholding the D. It's the first thing I do. And
0: I try to get thrown out of the relationship versus have to leave it. It's the first thing I do. Hear that? All those women out there in Canton, Ohio that Stansbury has not slept with? He's denying you that D. That's not... I didn't mean to say it like that. That's <laughs> Denying not, you that it's, it's,
1: First of all, it's nothing to be denied of. It's not like the altar. right? Jake's like, oh my God, thank God. But in relationships, I have been known to be like, all right, this will make her mad. And she'll leave. <laughs> he,
0: was, he was just going to get on top of me all sweaty for another 90 seconds. I was going to hate it.
1: <laughs> I do not sweat very much for a fat person. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. And now hey, you know what? Maybe if you're worried about me sweating on you, maybe we maybe we flip positions. Not you and
0: I, by the okay, way. I was gonna say. Not you and showing Not not you and I, by the way.
1: But I think there are probably married couples out there right now who are listening to this going, Oh my god, I thought my sex life was in serious danger, and maybe it's not. No, and be honest with you. But each you just other. gotta start talking to one right. another.
0: And and like I'm sure there's people out there who are like, oh, well, I'm not having sex that often and my relationship's fine. It might not be, dude. If you're only having sex with your partner 52 times a year or less than that, I don't know. I mean, to me, that seems low, but I feel like anything lower than that, if you're not having sex with your partner at least once a week, you guys are growing apart. I don't know. Dude, my parents
1: were happily married until the day my dad died, and I doubt highly my parents were having sex once a week every week they were married. And I think honestly, I I think an old married couple, especially with kids who are now my age, would tell you, "Well, you got to make me a little younger." Because honestly, I I don't even know if my mom's sex organs still work. Jesus, Ah, God, God, I'm talking about about it. Gross. Go to break. Um, But I would, I would imagine if I was to talk to my dad then and say to him, he would say, "Yes, we still have sex, but." Your mother and I have grown together as a couple, and it's not the most important thing in our relationship. Being there for one another in times of like, when S goes down, I can rely on you not to pack up your things and run in the face of fear that you're here with me is more important. However, being the smart man that he was, he would have said to me, now a lifetime of proper sexual relationship got us there. So sex helps you get there. But I think once you get to where you are It's less important than it once was Obviously in the beginning of a relationship Everybody knows Meet somebody new It's like oh my god I can't keep my hands off this person And then normally relationships break up Because you're in this And you're like Oh once the, once the crazy sex stops Am I compatible with this person? We, we do things as human beings A little backwards A little backwards Probably nice to get to know somebody On a deep level Before you just start You know Impaling them But that's just me And I'm not willing to do that we do have Rob Zombie tickets. That show's July 11th. We'll give you that and me falling down on the job of self improvement next on Rock 1069.
0: I can't wait.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Getting ready to end the program here shortly We'll pass out a pair of Rob Zombie tickets For his July 11th show at House of Blues Before we do 1-800-243-7625 The number you need on those We'll probably switch those up And do them really early tomorrow I kind of like when we get big prizes like that To give people who uh, are listening a little earlier In the program a shot at it I feel like a lot of shows don't do that I always hated that I felt like people who listen early get robbed So tomorrow we'll do them a little early for you guys So this Facebook memories thing can be good and bad, Right. okay? And I'm looking at mine because it popped up, and this is really crazy. This is going to sound crazy to those of you who only know me by listening to this program that started about three years ago here. But according to my Facebook check-ins and my, and my posts and my statuses, you know what I was really big into February of 2012?
0: Five years ago, no. What were you into? Dude, your boy was a gym rat.
1: your boy was at the gym every single day that week. And I remember that. Yeah, there I am at anytime fitness, (laughs) just working out on the meal plan, thinking things were going to be good. Moving my life towards the better had lost like 40 pounds, was in shape, looking really good. And then wham, no. And here's the thing. Like this is, this is like a smack in the face that I kind of needed. I bought a gym membership And actually, not even a gym membership. I bought a YMCA membership, which is wildly overpriced. I don't care where you are. It's not like an Ohio thing. It's like, dude, the Ys are wildly overpriced. Now, I've always said I'm okay with it because some little kid learns how to do karate because I'm spending too much money, and so I'm fine with it, all right? I'll I'll live. I, I feel like it makes the community better, but... I don't work out there. I'll occasionally go play hoops or maybe I'll like sit in the hot tub or whatever, but I don't lift or I don't like, I don't do, I don't do any of that stuff now. And five years ago I was all about it. And now I'm just a big lousy
0: fat body that refuses to go. Was there anything that stopped you? Was there anything that like, you know, sometimes a a tragic situation in life can derail you or something like that. I mean, was there a, I don't remember. No, I mean, at that point you probably just fizzled out.
1: Um, I, yeah, know. I did. I, I was on this mission to make my life better, and I totally fell down on the job.
0: I think what you're probably dealing with there is, you know. I mean, dude, it was two weeks straight I was at the gym. I mean, dude, I was a gym rat. Well, that's probably part of the problem is that, y- you know, you're like, oh, if I go to the gym so much, dude, I'm going to gain all of it back, where instead of saying, hey, I'm going to go to the, g- the gym twice a week for the rest of my life, it was like, hey, I got to go right now, and I got to do it right now. And I, I think, was a four-day-a-weeker, yeah. I, I think a lot of people make the, uh, hey, if I just make big changes now as opposed to little changes over the long term what's going to be more successful probably you dive all the way in and then uh and then
1: next thing you know you uh you fizzle out right you know what i mean right and i'm being told to come down to the eric snow that's where i go that's that's the i mean dude it's walking distance from my house but i but i don't go enough and reading this now i'm sick right now and they say the last thing you should do is work out when you have a cold because it actually makes things worse from what i understand um but i uh I feel like this is the smack in the face I needed.
0: Zuckerberg telling you to get your act together. Yeah. I was going to say this is God's way of telling you, but Zuckerberg, God, whatever, same thing.
1: Right? Same dude, same dude. As a matter of fact, I bet Zuckerberg has more power, more money, at
0: the very least.
1: Well, yeah, God was all about giving all the money away. Uh, he didn't socialist. No, socialist. No possessions. Socialist. Jesus didn't like possessions. God, commie. A little bit. A little bit. Let's not do this. We're no, almost let's not, we're,
0: dude. It's nine fifty. What are we We're doing? almost done
1: for the day. I don't know why we feel like we gotta piss people off Tom get them
0: angry at us. I don't know why. we. Are you going to go him. to the gym today? Is that what you're going to say? No, here's
1: the thing. Like, honestly, I want to go to the driving range today because I'm actually going to play golf with a buddy of mine tomorrow. But yeah. honestly, I'm not feeling well, so I don't feel like outdoor activities or physical exertion is the best plan. How's the back doing? I know you said you were
0: a little sore, a little icky, a little. A little, a little, a little the
1: back's a little looser today than it was yesterday and definitely than it was on Sunday. Um, And I think a lot of that soreness is due to the, to the little bit of the body cold that I have going on, I think is what some of that, uh, some of that soreness is from. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one more day and uh, I'm going to just load up on NyQuil, these Zycam strips that, uh, you know, these things that you swab in your nose, which is, I've been doing that all morning and uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to load up on all that kind of stuff. One more day, relax and, uh, and then, uh, you know, not push it because like I said, I have, i i i 'm set to play golf with a buddy tomorrow, and i can 't get out of it there's another reason why I have to go do that and i can 't get i can't get out of it it's uh it 's not only is it golf it 's going to lend it 's going to lead to business being on the air for the radio station
0: okay well, that makes sense, and so
1: that 's one of those things like i can 't necessarily push that Somebody's off. Somebody's got to
0: take care of that. No, you I want to get me. money on the
1: radio station cuz that's how we stay employed. Yeah. So, I'm going to go have buddy, I'm going to go play golf with a business owner well, and see if I can swindle him out of some money.
0: Go load up, <laughs> dude. Go get yourself some Tylenol, some Advil, some Nyquil, snort it all. You'll feel better in the morning, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I uh but dude, the seeing this, it did. It kind of woke me up, man. I'm going to have to start using my uh my YMCA membership a little bit more. I'm going to start my diet on Monday. But I won't. <laughs> I won't. It's the cooking dude is what does it is that I know how to make like six things that are healthy. I'm a really good cook. As long as I don't care about calories, I can make a bunch of things, but like when it's, I'm concentrating on that. I know how to make five things. I, get, I, I do it for a month and then I get sick of eating them and then it totally crashes and I go the other way. That's been part of the problem. But I do need to get on this. And apparently, I, I mean, I have the I mean, I what? see it. Don't, don't
0: get on it. Don't do it. No, dude. You've got 10 years left until you're banging hookers and smoking cigarettes. Who cares how fat you are then? What difference does it make? You know what I mean? Like, what, dude, you've got 10 years left. Don't even bother.
1: This guy's tweeting and says, this is just like a few hours ago. And he said, nah, man, it's cool. I had a black friend sleep on my couch last week.
0: <laughs> no, I got a membership. I go there sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. Dude, Larry does sleep on my couch from time to time. I like that guy. Everything's fine. We have uh, we have some Rob Zombie tickets. Yeah, we do. That show's July 11th. House of Blues. Caller 20 right now. At 1-800-243-765. We'll send you to that. Outside of that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. six nine. you guys have a great afternoon. See?